This episode is brought to you by Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their spring and summer collection with candle scents such as Celebration, Coastal Waters, and Farmer's Market. And our two personal favorites, Southern Sunshine, which fills the room with an amazing aroma of citrus and sugar, and Southern Nights, which is a blend of sandalwood and gooseberries. Be sure to visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX, that's C-R-U-X, for 15% off all regularly priced items. That's secandlecode.com, where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy. You gonna get off his corners? You gonna leave his people be? Or you the one that's gonna find yourself a new club? You don't mean that shit? The fuck I don't. I built this shit. Me, brick by brick. And I'll be damned if I let you tear it down just cause you don't like the way another nigga talk. He ain't killing him. He's getting him. Fuck, they call you man boy. Cause I was a full grown man when I was still just a little boy. Man boy. Like a baby. Must have rock get a hold of their ass. The person you knew, they gone. I had plans for you. I made arrangements. Arrangements? Yes, arrangements. Come on, Avi. You want to admit what this shit really about? Kane. Yes, sir. You want to admit what this shit's about? <laughs> What's it about? It's about DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast and this being our... Snowfall recap show Season finale Season finale It's your boy Be Easy You know who I am man You know it's your boy Kane And uh Welcome Thank y'all for joining You know you can listen to us Everywhere you get your podcasts For, for free 99 Are you not entertained? They will be Hopefully By the time we finish Um You know If you got any thoughts or whatever You can email us I was thinking about this being the last Episode But we might You know what I'm saying Have to do an episode Where we uh if anybody sent us some emails, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I know for sure we'll get one. Yeah, so but if y'all want to send us some overall season recap emails, email us at djbladeshow at gmail.com. And if we get enough of them, we'll do yeah. like a. Y'all make it worth our time. Yeah, we'll do an episode because I was going to take a break of podcasting <laughs> for about a month after this shit. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't know how much work this shit take work, mileage, gas, all of that, yeah. electricity. Mm hmm. Um, how you doing, my brother? Pretty good, man. How about you? Word. I'm, I'm tired, but I'm here. Yeah, man. That's, that seemed like life in 2022 is about being here and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, we're gonna get into uh, you know, the recap of the whole show, and then you know, we'll tell who we think won, who we think lost, who we most identify with, and uh. Our uh, part where we say the more more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, mm-hmm. And then we got some emails too, so guess we'll get into our emails that we got. Yeah, because you owe us one from last week. Yeah, I do owe us one from last week, uh, and that one comes from the, the homie Philly, aka Jules, aka Julian. Uh, he says, uh, "Now this one I was supposed to read last week, y'all. So just bear with us. You know what I'm saying?" He says. Uh, You'll be easy, Kane. Sup, Bull, times two. Um, yeah. Just listen to the Snowfall recap. Appreciate the love you and Kane showed on the show. Now, I wish I would have read this because this next part, Kane, is very important, all right? Um, I'm definitely always going to support anything my friends or fam do will feel crazy 
not doing so. Um, so he says, as soon as uh, the Charlotte TRP live show tickets are sent to me, I'll be sending you, Kane, and Jones those Jones. So we was going to buy tickets, and he was going to send us tickets. Oh, no, I had already knew he was going to buy them. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I just went for to tell y'all. Oh, you knew he was going to send them to us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like we said, he bought all the tickets to all the everybody. Yeah, he bought he bought two tickets to every show. Every show they had. And so he's going to do us. He's going to give us the two and then just get an extra one for the third person. I mean, Damn, that's what's up. Yeah, I, I appreciate I, it. I knew, that, I knew that months ago. Oh, we could, I could just bought my own, so. Yeah, but he, he just look at it as he buying them and he ain't here, so he might, as well, he might as well get used. That's how he looking at it. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Uh-huh. Like, he, he even... Uh, he even considered It's like yo You know I asked him You know what I'm saying If they, they want y'all To open up for him Or something like that And I was like Nah nah It's like if they had Wanted that They would have You know yeah, asked him, ask, You know what I'm yeah. saying He's like well You know I'll follow Your judgment And we don't ask But you know You know I, I don't mind Yeah so like, Nah nah We good bro We appreciate it Shout out to him Yeah uh, He said We called it on the show Not being able To go for Oh yeah He said We called it on the show Not being able to go For much longer One more season Is the right choice they called. They started reaching this season with the Tiger and Scully putting LSD in the chocolate fountain. Yeah, he said. Hopefully, they have good scripts for the last season. Uh, he said, "Good, good observation on how the show's title would change or get worse as the season went on." For example, with the houses. Oh yeah, he meant like the title screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, for example, with the houses. Once shit started going bad. Once shit was going bad on the show, they showed them burning. He said, "I was waiting for the mirrors to crack this year, and they haven't yet." Um, I thought I was the only person who peeped that. Nope, I peeped that shit too. <laughs> but I couldn't feel I I couldn't figure out what they were doing with the mirrors to make it seem like shit would get bad. Cause like one, like he said, one season the houses would like different little areas in the houses in the neighborhood that said spelled out snowfall would start burning. Right. And by the end of the season, all of the houses basically was on fire. Like the whole neighborhood was on fire. Then the next season they did it. It was like little pockets, a little crack. And then after a while, the whole shit was cracking. Crack. You couldn't even read it. So I was trying to figure out what he was doing with the mirrors, too. Um, he said, like always, thorough recap of the show. Scully funny as shit for spiking the chocolate fountain and getting everyone at the wedding house LSD. Um, leave it to Kane to see people in the background fucking. <laughs> and then he said, whispers, I saw it, too. <laughs> uh, he said, I agree with both of y'all. Damson acting, acting his ass off in this episode. The scene where he was talking to his younger self. He killed our Joan. Um, dog, I thought that was weird as shit when Louis kissed Franklin on the lips. How not? Louis shouldn't have kissed Franklin like that. Ain't no 24-year-old kissing his aunt on the lips. Yeah, true. Um, I told you, everybody was overly affectionate with Franklin that episode. Yeah, yeah. That might have been the theme of it, everybody being overly affectionate with him. Because mm-hmm. um, even before his mom, he was spazzed on his mom, she was giving him that close face-to-face, eye-to-eye contact. Mm-hmm. And she, even What's though she was mama? high, was wrong, mama. <laughs> yeah, and she was high too, but it still was a little bit extra. So yeah, um, let's see. He said, uh, he said he we thought won the episode. He said he agreed with Kane. The DEA or KGB bull was the winner. He can finally put names of, names and faces together, and he has pictures and recordings of the key players. Um, he said the loser once again, Franklin. The heat is definitely on. Thanks to Mama Franklin. She really fucked up now. She's single-handedly bringing down the family slash organization. Uh, he said he can relate to Jerome, not the going to war part and needing therapy, but the part with something random happening and sparking the feeling of needing to 
reconnect to your roots. Um, and that was what he did when he went back to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, he said create the family creating more issues for Franklin. Louis trying to get Kane killed is another fire Franklin has to put out. If it goes down, it could start a war. If it doesn't, the road cop could start taxing the shit out of Louis and the fam. Um, either way, it could be another problem for Franklin. He said, all right, I typed enough. Uh, hopefully you condensed this, John, before you mentioned it on the next show. Nope. I'm reading it all, my brother. Uh, be safe out there, Philly. Shout out to you for that email, my brother. And and, and just for everybody, um, for clarification, that was his email for episode that we were supposed to read last eight. Week. Yeah, yeah. After he, after he listened to episode eight recap. Yeah. So yeah. Um, definitely hope maybe we got a, a email for episode nine, not show. Sure. We did okay, bet. So, so I'm gonna read. Well, we got we got two more emails to read. Let's get them. Uh, one from uh, Shaquetta Brown. Oh, I didn't mean to say your last name. <laughs> Shaquetta, shout out to you. Um, she said, first of all, I want to say that I'm a fan of the show, especially all of these snowfall recap slash breakdown episodes. Y'all are thorough as hell and don't miss shit. She put a laughing crying emoji. Uh, forgive me if this if this is all over the place. But I'm typing my thoughts as I'm thanking them. That's normally how I do it, too. Uh, she says, on, the, on to the finale. First of all, whoa. Second of all, how the fuck they end the episode and still not let us know what Peaches was? Yeah. Um, I don't think Peaches, they going to ever mention Peaches again. That was just a way of getting boy off the yeah. show. Man, I, t- I told you Peaches somewhere with a needle in his arm, like how they found um, Chris Tucker on uh, Dead Prisoners. Dead Prisoners, yeah. Uh, say, Avi, man, I poured out a little for the homie. Um, I know he has no loyalty to the U.S. or the CIA. Um, Avi been in the game for a minute. Um, surely he knew that once they had the info, he was done. So why even give it up? Probably because he ain't want to get tortured. <laughs> I give up. It. Shit, fuck that shit. You gonna kill me anyway? Uh, he said, I never for a second thought bro wasn't gonna kill him. Side note: When he and Teddy were both at Avi's house, I fully expected them niggas to fight to the death. Wonder how the fuck he got Shorty out of the car and disappeared that fast. Where is she? Um, she said. Also, they showed the Cuban dude talking to someone who had their back to the screen. Why do I feel like that was old boy from the CIA that Teddy was speaking with about the money? Um, she talking about Have Maya. Um, it sounded like him, and I didn't, and it didn't look like the skinny white dude that was hold that was balling in the top. That I guess is his handler. I'm trying to think what scene she's talking about. <sighs> Me too. She said Teddy was talking to who? No, not Teddy. Um, Ruben. She talking about Ruben was talking to somebody near the end of the episode. Episode nine? No, d- ten. This, this she talking about the, the finale. finale. Yeah. She said but she said he didn't have because remember, um, Ruben was talking to the the guy that's like one of the the. KGB sales. Yeah, but yeah. remember he had that's what she's saying. She he had a ball and he had a ball spot at the top of his head. Yeah. She, so she's saying it was another scene where she was he was talking to somebody else. But that person had his back to the camera. So you couldn't see his face. But she was saying that he didn't have the ball in the head. So she she wonder who that is. But I gotta see that scene again. Yeah. So, I, um, I, I think it was that same guy every time. Guy, I, I I think because I don't remember because they first introduced him when they, when he met him with the car. Uh-huh. And he had Javi in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And then you remember um, the next scene they talked together was at the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And he was like, something better come of this. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, you better come out of this with something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then the next scene that they that they bring him back was after he just shot Ivy. 
mm-hmm. and he walked in and was like, um, "You couldn't find him useful." Yeah, and, and he, he said, like, "I couldn't I, trust I can't him." Trust him yeah. You know what I'm saying so. I don't know. And that whole episode, buddy, only talked to Javi. That whole Javi and him, that entire episode, except for when he went to Ivy House. Yeah. So, so I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Quet, we got we got to check that out, man. We got to uh, rewatch it. Or something. Yeah, rewatch yeah. it. Um, what did she say? She said, oh, "For some reason, she feels like she. For some reason, I feel like this is all a grand scheme by the dude above Teddy to wipe Teddy out and all the people he's been dealing with for over the, dealing with over the years because." Niggas have gotten too much money, and it's just going to get uh, messy. Uh, she talking about have my um, getting pissy sissy <laughs> <laughs> to confide in him about the business, getting actual receipts from Avi, roping in the DEA to take care of Gustavo, etc. The big CIA dude is going to be the last one standing after the war has been funded and done. Uh, Franklin has lost nearly everything and has become a full savage. I look forward to see which side of Jerome's loyalty uh, lies and how this Franklin and Louis beef will end. Um, I look forward to hearing you and Kane's analysis of this episode. Love his pod as well. Y'all keep doing your thing. And she says she's a TV person too. So whenever I want to start another series, she's definitely going to be tuned in. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. Um, thank you. Um, hopefully we can uh, answer some of your questions. Yeah, Matter of fact, recap. maybe uh, you come do the recap with us. If we get enough emails I don't, I don't know where you located at But we'll email yeah. you back And find out where you at mm-hmm. And your availability If we uh, do a recap episode You know we've been looking for uh, We had a couple female guests This season um, Oh we did We did Yeah we did But you know we, we Although Me and B have our perspective On Snowfall As we can see It's uh, a dominant Female player Mm-hmm. In in this series with mm-hmm. Aunt Louie, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So we would love to sometimes when we do these recaps to have a woman on the show mm-hmm. to give us that woman perspective or that, or that woman thought process. Because who else can tell us why you know Louie make the moves she made other than a woman? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. We could give the, all the street the street logic that we want and all of the comparisons and analogies we want, but we. We all know men and women think totally different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying men think logically. A lot of times, most women think out of, out of and react from emotion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any woman out there that you know you don't mind, you know, expressing yourself, and you know you're an avid watcher of the show, man, we welcome y'all to come on and do these recaps with us, man. We love to hear to hear y'all point of view and kind of educate us on why sissy or Louis or even male. You know what I'm saying? Who we never gonna hear back? Never anymore. gonna hear yeah, back yeah. from. You know what I'm saying? Um, we'd love to hear why. You know, y'all might help us understand why why they did some some of the things they did and get us to see it from a different light. So, Quetta, mm-hmm. I let us. Yeah, and, and if it's a show, because this season is you know just the end of this season. If it's a show y'all want us to do, email us djblazer at gmail dot com. Let us know what show you want us to um do. It don't matter what it is, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do Except it. Except for all that reality show shit, I ain't doing that. Yeah, cause that shit fake. Yeah. Um. Then this the email from this week from uh, what is what did it say episode nine? Well, this is him talking about episode nine and our recap. Um, this feel again? Nine. Yeah, this feel again. This is email big boy. Yeah, appreciate it. He says, uh, just listen to the episode like always. Another good recap. Won't talk your heads off on this, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get straight to it. And he said he feel like the loser was Buckley. Um, he has a bunch of bad shit going on. Didn't hit his mark killing Kane. 
So you may not get the. Um, I hate when you say that, bro. Like, like when Philly keeps saying, "Yeah, he gonna kill Kane. Louis gonna kill Kane." Yeah, not your name. Okay, <laughs> for killing uh, old boy Norm Nixon because that's who he plays on. Um, winning time, he play uh, the same guy that play Kane. Mm-hmm. He play Norm Nixon, the, uh, a Lakers basketball player from back in the day. Oh, uh, I still need to get tuned into that joint. Yeah, that shit good. And the crazy part about it is, so the guy that plays Kane, or the guy that Kane plays. No, that plays Kane. The guy that plays Kane on the show plays the same person. Plays his own daddy on the Lakers show. Oh. So his name is Devon Nixon. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, he played his own daddy. Yeah, he played his own daddy. Yeah. How, how that work? What do you mean? How he played his own daddy? The same way Ice Cube's son played Ice Cube in uh, Straight Outta Compton. Oh, so his daddy's been in the NBA? Yeah. I ain't know that. Yeah. His mama is uh, Debbie Allen. Debbie Allen, what she what she played on? Debbie Allen, Debbie, Debbie Allen. Allen is she was a dancer. She's uh Felicia Rashad's sister. She like a, was a choreographer and all that. She played in a bunch of shit though. Yeah, the, the name sound for me is fuck. She played in an episode of like a different world as a um therapist and shit. Mm. She real famous though. I I just saw something that came out that said uh that Seth Curry was a stand in child on um Juana Man. Probably was. Yeah. Like a little kid when he was a little mm, kid. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I, I didn't know, buddy. Uh, daddy was in it. Um, mm, I didn't either. I just man. saw him on that episode. I was like, damn, that look like the nigga that played Kane. Then I when I went and Google him or whatever, and mm. his Wikipedia said his daughter, his wife was his mama was Debbie Allen. I was like, hold up. I thought they said his, his Debbie Allen husband played in the NBA, whatever. Blah blah blah. And then I looked. I was like, and I saw the name. And I was like, oh shit, that's his daddy. And when, when is this was. This magic, well, I ain't gonna say magic series, but this this show you tell me about about the Lakers. This was after um, Clay Thompson daddy, right? After Clay Thompson daddy, but you know Clay Thompson daddy was um, drafted by the uh, the Lakers like second overall. I want to say what year? I want to say might have been in the late seventies. He might have been on that same team because that draft they got Magic and Worthy the same draft, I believe. No, Worthy was already in Worthy the was already there, and then yeah. the next year they got no, that. no Worthy came. Maybe a year after Magic. So, oh yeah, so, so Magic rookie year was when he had Kareem and they won the championship. Yeah. Okay, and then Worthy came the next next year or two. That had to be because Magic came in the league with eighty two. No, Jordan came in eighty. Jordan came like eighty four. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't eighty six. Well, anyway, Kane' daddy was in the NBA. We didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So he said. Um. Uh, he talking about Buckley. Buckley may not get the back end from Louis. His partner, a friend, got killed. He's under investigation after the shooting. He may get fired or may go to jail based on the outcome of said investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, once Kane's crew finds out he's behind the hit, they may come after him. His ex is not letting him see his kids, and now he's on that rock. He's down bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. You say the winner. Don't really think anyone won this episode. He's talking about episode nine. Um, Jerome and Louis fell out with Franklin. Plus, they may face repercussions from Kane's crew, Franklin, Buckley. Uh, Franklin didn't win because Jerome and Louis took the plug. Teddy didn't win because he can't be a hundred percent sure that Louis and Jerome will keep up the bu- keep the business rolling the way Franklin did. Um, Leon is on his back. The Africa shit, so he didn't win shit either. <laughs> um, yeah, no clear-cut winners to me in this, Joan. Um, he said the more things change, the more they stay the same. He said more turmoil for Franklin. He lost a plug. He may have to go to war with Louis and Jerome. Um, Kane's crew may come at him. 
Leon is upset with him, and the heat may get hotter from the bull his mom working with, talking about uh, Ruben. Right. Uh, he said, person he most identified with this episode, he couldn't identify with anybody. Um, appreciate it, uh, Philly. Um, and like I said, email us, djblazeshow at gmail.com. You want to get your thoughts heard about what we've been saying on here and your thoughts about, you know, the episode, who you think won, lost, the winner, the uh, you most identified with, all of that, you know. So, uh, Kane. Yes, sir. You ready to get it started? Yeah, man. Uh, one of the most useless scenes on television to me <laughs> is a sex scene. And one that we did need is how we started this episode with uh, Veronique and, and Franklin. And Franklin. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, after they got got their rocks off or whatever, because they came at the same time. Man. Her, her. It just seemed. And I don't know if the <clears throat> social media is influencing me, but it just seemed like the, she just get uglier and uglier every <laughs> motherfucking episode, man. <laughs> I'm not going to. Confirm nor deny if I feel the same way as you about Veronique, our black queen, um, our scamming-ass black queen. Uh, Franklin says he woke up feeling like he got a weight off his shoulders. Um, he's basically saying it's really over, and he thinks that he, that they should get married before the baby comes. Um, he said he's made a lot of bad decisions, but as long as he has her, he knows he's made at least one good one. Um, And then um, Ruben, he meets with his handler or his superior, um, and he tells them what happened when they went to Avi's, um, but he told told him that he cleaned it up. Um, he took some files that he thought might be useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also asked him for a safe house because he has Avi and his dead comrade in the trunk, so he you know he needed to interrogate Avi. Um, then we get a scene of uh, Zamara, that's Avi's old lady, and her badass kids running around the house. Okay, who um, old lady? Avi's. Who? Avi's old lady, the kid. Not Avi's. I'm sorry, Gustavo old lady. That ain't even really his old lady. That, 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 that was his um homeboy that got killed for fuck. Remember there was um they was getting extorted by the Mexican the little the the commander of the the Mexican military or whatever. Mm-hmm. And remember he wanted a hundred thousand and um they told him they give him fifty. Remember, remember his cousin? Yeah, his homeboy yeah, I remember that. That was yeah. that was that was his old lady and his kids. But they together now though. I, I I've been trying to figure out if they really are, if he just taking care of them, because I th- I thought that'd be fucked up that he started fucking his homeboy old lady after he got killed. But I'm not saying you wrong. I just, it just never really gave me no telltale signs because even like when he was talking to her and he left the house, well, he the, kissed on the forehead and not you know what I'm saying. Like, but it was a it was a scene. Well, I don't know because at the beginning of this season when um they were at Grady's, where they mm-hmm. had showed up to Grady's when Franklin was there too. And um, Grady asked him where she was, and you know she didn't want to party and all this and that, and right. So that made me think that, but maybe she's not. But anyway, so it's a scene of her and the kids, and they break a lamp, and she finds one. Of, she finds a listening device, uh, one of the ones that Teddy showed Gustavo earlier in the um, in the season, and they showed us that, but they really didn't explain it too much. Then you know he didn't do too much talking, but um. I like I like how um they don't spell everything out. You know what I'm saying? They just show you some shit, move on, and then when it come back, it come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Lou and Jerome, they still at the hotel, living it up, having the time of their lives. And uh Louie gets a page from Teddy, and so she calls and he tells her that uh Franklin quit. And Louie tells Jerome tells Jerome and the look on Jerome's face, he looked kinda he looked kinda sad. 
to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we get a scene of Franklin at the um at his office. But hold on, give me a second. So I just want people to know what we see in Jerome right now is conflicting love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he. Well, I ain't gonna say conflicting love. I'm gonna say he know what Louis, the shit Louis doing wrong. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's conflicting for him. But I also feel like the love that he got for Louis is just so crazy that, like, I mean, like you gotta remember, like you know, in the beginning of season one, season two, like. He was looking at with uh, Louis just like as a little, you know, fuck something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you a, you a thot, but you know I, I fucked with you too. You know what I'm saying? And once she left him to go be with uh, old Claudia. girl, Claudia, and, and that's when we saw that nigga really love her. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then now it's like, even in the beginning, she, he didn't want nothing to do with the coke game. Remember, he was all about the weed game. Mm-hmm. Cool. He was the man in that little weed game that him and Franklin had going on. Louis went behind his back. And help Franklin with the coke deal that he, mm-hmm. that he did with Claudia, and that pissed Jerome the fuck off. Mm-hmm. But I think just the love, want the the money too, because don't get me wrong, the, the money was part of it too. But I just think that the love that he had for her is what allowed him to accept his role in that game, and you know shit was cool. But I think now the fact that this your nephew, and despite what he want to say, the money he made with Franklin, he would have never made when he was Frank Franklin Weed. Yeah, and yeah, he, and he yeah. understand like that's my nephew one for two. Mm-hmm. I'm in the financial position I'm in. Yeah, we might move the most bricks, but we got access to the bricks because of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he he just in a bad spot, bro. I don't I don't want to use this. I don't want people to take this the wrong way because I know a lot of women listen to this shit, right? But like how you say like uh, the different perspective of men and women, like men and women carry shit a different way, right? So like. I had a homeboy, my boy Phenom or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He helped me move into my house, right? All he did was help me take the sectional into the house, right? Right. This was five years ago. This nigga called me right now <laughs> and say, B, I need such and such. I got to go. You know why? Because five years ago, mm-hmm. this nigga helped me move in my crib. Yeah. I'm obligated. Yeah. That's man law. Women... Unless you did that shit two hours ago, the shit don't fucking matter. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? No disrespect. And ladies, y'all might got, you know, your chest might get warm a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. But just think about it. And that's the difference between men and women. Like, women, you got to keep on constantly doing shit to remind them of what you do for them or whatever. Men, don't hold on to that shit. Nigga, you remember that time I beat that nigga ass back when we was in the seventh grade? Yeah, you owe me. I do owe you, nigga. That was seventh grade 25 years ago. But I do owe you. So... I think with Jerome, that's part of the conflict too. Like you talking about, he right. know, like he say, he know the money that Franklin put him up on. He wouldn't have never been able to live a certain lifestyle without Franklin. Louis don't give a fuck. Louis just want what she want. Mm-hmm. Damn, Franklin putting him in that position or whatever. Um, so uh, Franklin, he's at the office, and he gets a call similar to the call you got last week while we was recording. Um, that somebody went in his account. Boy, listen, I ain't never had nobody do that to me, but I done had like some fraudulent charges that might have been thirty five dollars, fifty dollars, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
that shit put my heart in my asshole. Yeah. So I can imagine. $73 million. And you ain't got a dime of it. Yeah. And you got to remember back then, uh, it's no app on your phone. Yeah, yeah. It's no it's no goddamn direct call because it, 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 cybersecurity wasn't what it is now. It's by, not, the, by the time you know, it's probably already too late. It's, it's too late. And like it's no, like you know, with in today's world, like say I, I bank with fucking cracker the the fucking Westside Cucamonga damn credit union. Mm-hmm. I could go on the app. I could con. They got a, a link for me to contact them via email, message, when, chat. Whenever something happened on your account, you'll get a uh, notification. Notification. You can set that up. You know what I'm saying, that, yeah. but back then, it wasn't nothing. All you had to do was look the part, and you could damn near go into any bank and get into anybody. Account. But you know, you know how this happened, right? What this this highest money got took? Oh, um, Teddy had all the information with the paperwork. But but you you know do you know who did it? Who you don't remember at the end of episode I want to say six the, uh-huh. the guy that, that Teddy met he was like um so what what type of work do you do have Maya he said I I I, uh, I transfer the bank accounts move things from one account to another da 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 oh that and, guy and then Teddy was like well, what all what all you do you need um to get it done and how long does it take he said all I need is is valid what he said valid ID um. Uh, what do you say Account numbers And the pin codes And I can have it done In 24 hours And and that's all the information That what Freddie I mean That, that he was taking the, the pictures of Because now, now you got The route numbers The account numbers The transactions You got yeah. everything you need <laughs> Y'all heard that <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't me nigga That, nigga. that was you That wasn't me yeah. That was you No Oh, this what, what, what was it That was your throat nigga <laughs> I got down Tequila in your throat Anyway so okay, I forgot about that scene. I just thought it was Teddy just doing CIA shit, but I forgot mm-hmm. that, that was another scene that was not useless. Yeah, that 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 was. I think he did that after Franklin. Franklin was that when Franklin made that phone call threatening to kill him, or was that the episode before that? It might have been before that, but it was. I do remember because it was. I'm trying to think what was it that made him do that. It was something that made him do that. It was some type of disagreement. You know what happened? He had just recovered from the gunshot, fully recovered from the gunshot. Remember they they was doing the yeah. drop. That that that's when he started taking. The, I'm a, I'm a calling precautionary measures. Yeah, cause cause I think right after that he met with Half Maya, and he said something to Half Maya about he need to um. Did he he might have said that take precautionary measures or he need to um, start separating himself from uh Franklin or whatever, and that was one of the first things they showed him doing. Yeah, so that, that that's how that happened, man. So again. That just goes to show how far advanced time has changed, countermeasures and all that, because I can only imagine how. And I, I want to know what made him call the bank. Call Franklin? No, what made Franklin call the bank? Like, like. Oh, no, know? I think I think the bank called Franklin. Mm, we don't know that because why? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if he's it's about trying to make a deal or whatever, but either way, the point I'm making is, is that. Hearing that shit across the phone. You know what? Maybe he did call them because there was the next morning when he said he was out. Maybe he just, like you say, wanted to do something he with some probably, money. He probably about to try to start them Panama, them, uh, what do they call that shit? The offshore, uh, trans, like transfer his money, money back. back to the U.S. Yeah. Right, right. Probably so. But I just, nah, man, like, I done went all the shit, bro. Like, nigga, 7300 uh, send me all the shit. Nigga, you talking about 73 million? Nigga, nigga when, when uh, like you said, like the same shit happened to you, happened to me. But they did a test 
And it just so happened that I caught the test. They just did like, you know, a couple dollars at a gas station or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I caught it. So I turned my cars off, nigga. It was like $3 or so. Mm-hmm. Nigga, they get me for $73, nigga. I'm going to shut this shit down like uh, yeah, Nino Brown and the Carter. Bro, literally, like, just imagine, dog. Like, and it's not like, it's not like you could goddamn, like, well, you know what, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the to the bank and just take out 100000 Like, that yeah, shit don't work like that. And yeah. in the 80s, nigga, $73 million is probably really about $120 million. Now, talking about back then, now. like, like, compared to like, you know, the you know, back the inflation then, and all of that, yeah, back then, you know, money is worth the dollars worth more than what it is now. Shit, so. we can look it up and see, like, what, um, what, uh, 73 million dollars is worth now because I do that a lot. Um, because that was 1986. I'm sorry for the silence, y'all. Oh, shit. Still ain't got it. (laughs) Hold up. I want to see because you make a good point. Okay, $71 million in 1986. Is worth one hundred and eighty three point seven nine million dollars today. I already know because they always say the richest man ever ever lived. With no, him. no, hold up. Oh shit, that's seventy one dollars. Hold on, let me see. Oh my god. Okay, so a million dollars in nineteen eighty six mm. is worth two point six million. A million is worth two point six. Yeah. So, so seventy three would be worth a hundred and so double hundred and. Uh, 73 double to be 146. 2.6 times. When, um, 73. Yeah, 73 million. 189 million. 189 million. So he was right. Yeah. And the reason why I know that inflation like was crazy like that is because they always say the richest man ever lived was King Mansa Moose. You know what I'm saying? So they equate the amount of he, a gold that he had back then. They said nigga would have been close to a trillion there. Yeah. I, I've seen between four and 600 billion. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. So again, yes, seventy three million is still a lot of money, but a hundred to be like you say back then, you know, gas was fucking ninety five cent. Now eighty cents might be cheaper than that. Shit. Yeah, everything was cheap. Everything was cheaper. You, you know, know how much saying? a dime bag of weed cost? Bro, this this motherfucker had a plane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just imagine, imagine you you go to bed that night, which he ended up saying that shit. Scene one after him and Veronique came at the same time. He said, I went to bed last. I woke up yesterday feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders. Off my shoulders. Off my shoulders. No, that's how he woke up that morning. You know what I'm saying? But remember the day before was when he went and met with Teddy, whatever. Yeah. So I, he's like, I went to bed that night with the weight off my shoulders, whatever, whatever. So just imagine, you really about to put your plan in motion. To get, get out. out of the game. Let me go ahead and, and transfer me some of these funds for the um, the downtown property. Mm-hmm. Man, let me go ahead and look, look at us a house in motherfucking... Atlanta or something. <laughs> you know Maybe saying? stay right there where they at, at the damn because they're in the penthouse or whatever. He ain't gonna stay there because he 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 don't he don't want to see Louis and, and Jerome take off. Is my opinion. So oh, okay. So I I think he probably gonna leave. Probably take his mom with him. You know what I'm I saying. Let her learn, run the business. It ain't it ain't his business no more. Well, you oh, you talking about the real estate? The real estate. I'm talking about the real estate business. I, I mean, yeah, they that's why I that. think he got to stay there. But I think with that being her first grandchild, she probably will probably follow them. But anyway, just imagine that you go to sleep. 
thinking that what you about to do tomorrow. Oh, what I got to do tomorrow? I got I to gotta make sure I put some money in accounts, go look at these properties in Atlanta where we might want to move at or Las Vegas. Nigga, you thinking that after breakfast. You done had breakfast. You ate. You know, you done had some good breakfast. You get to the them office. Them bust a nut. Hey, Miss Johnson, how you doing? All right, Miss oh. Johnson. Oh, uh, uh, and we forgot. What's the name? Was asking for her leave of absence, too. Wanda. Yep. Yeah, yeah, girl, take time off. Girl, yep. goddamn it, we rich. Yeah, we yeah. drop here when you get back. Yeah, and then the bank called. He's like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to transfer probably like two two million dollars to my American account." <laughs> uh, Mr. Saint, you called. Oh, you no, know, they Panamanian. Mr. Saint, you called last yesterday, and you said that you wanted to withdraw all of your money from my account. That motherfucker said, "I'm Franklin Saint. I'm gonna call you back in thirty minutes. You better have some else." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I thought about too? Like, like prior seasons. Like, I know that like around the time like when they. Started cracking down with our offshore money shit. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that had money in the Panamanian banks, like the government, just took their money. It was um, Noriega fault. Yeah. Once so. he once he stopped doing what what America wanted him to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they start cracking down on that shit. That shit. It was Noriega fault, and it was still uh, it was Pablo fault too. Cause for a lot, a lot of y'all that don't know, like Pan- Panama and they banks was like a safe haven for the major drug dealers. Like mm-hmm. not like your local uncle that that that. Got you might two, have a hundred thousand. Yeah, they, they got a hundred thousand and bought two keys a month. I'm talking about like major players. Only major players knew that that was something that they could do. Mm-hmm. And and uh, not Castro, uh, Noriega was no. cool with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because you you gonna get a cut of that. Yeah, but they was charging like sometimes thirty percent. And I I think sometimes that's the one of the biggest scenes in um uh Scarface that get overlooked. Oh, him with the money? Yeah, because yeah. that, that's the whole reason why he got caught in that in that room counting the yeah, money. Yeah, he got caught for money laundering. Because, that's what, um, because the banks was about to down, either tax the fuck out of him or either told that they couldn't take no more of his money. Yeah, so he was trying to find another, uh, um, a cheaper um, to watch cheaper it. rate. Yeah, yeah. but back then, anybody that was somebody that had like money, money. And again, not to sound racist, but to our black hustlers and black trappers, it wasn't too many people that had the money that was going to have those offshore account connections. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even the part of um the Wolf of Wall Street was them mm-hmm. trying to hide money in Swiss banks. Yep, because and all it, kind of stuff. Yeah, they're not. They're gonna they're gonna, they gonna waive the fees. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tax the fuck out of you. Yeah, 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 but they're gonna waive the fees. But again, you can't because if if you take that same money and put it in Bank of America, Wells Fargo, motherfucking um, you got to show what first citizen Sun Trust. You got to show income. You got to show where it came from, and then and then they're gonna tax it. But if it comes from another place, like a like they would. Send it over there, and then they would clean it up, and then you could put it in your accounts here. But mm-hmm. it, it was a whole a whole process. Yeah. So if you, if you send over ten million, you put you might get back five, six. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But there's five or six that you ain't had to pay no taxes on, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But um, again, but not even the taxes, just not showing where. Because if if you was a dope, if you a drug dealer and you put a million in the bank and you got to pay whatever amount of money in a U.S. bank without having to go through all that shit, you would do it, but it would bring the feds to you, and then you got to prove where you got the money. Man, I remember one time, this is recently, um, I was about to move into my, you know what I'm saying, I just bought a crib or whatever, so I was, you know what, I'm going to buy, I'm going to take my bedroom set in my current master bedroom and put it in my spare bedroom, and I'm going to buy a brand new bedroom set, brand oh, new living room set, right? Hold on, let me, how much was the brand new living room set? So, bedroom set. So for the the brand new bedroom set and living room set, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then some little miscellaneous stuff like nightstands and ottomans and all this shit. So the shit was over ten grand. So I priced it first, and then mm-hmm. it was like, right, I'm gonna go put the cash in the bank. So you had the cash money on you. It was. Let, it, let me finish the story for you. 
<laughs> you was on your way somewhere with the ten grand. You got stopped by the police and they asked you where you where you got the money from. Nah, nah, nah. So I made it to the bank. Mm-hmm. And um, ladies like you know how may I help you? I was like I, w- I want to make a cash deposit into my checking account. And she was like, for how much? And I said, uh, I think I told her I was like ten thousand three hundred dollars. She looked at me like. And so she was like, can you, uh, you know, put your card in, put your pen in, you know, tell me your password, your account, all this and that. And, um, you know, I put the money in, left the bank. I'm talking about I get 10 minutes on the road. I get a phone call from, like, Navy Federal. They wanted to confirm that it was actually me because, you know, anything over $9,999, they got to report to the. Um, 7000 now. Well, it's not 7000 yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was 2020. So there was like, you know, you know, we got to report that to the IRS, da, da, da. And I was like, uh, so luckily what I had did was since I was going through the home buying process, I had just um, tapped into my retirement. So what I told them was, was that this was money that came out of my retirement. I'm just put, I transferred it from one account to another, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I could purchase furniture for my new home purchase. Um, I, I didn't tell them the money came out of shoebox, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I literally had to tell them like, yeah, this money came from XYZ because they were like, you know, where I cut. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they, yeah, they want to know yeah, like the like, government. Yeah. yeah, the government like we ain't taxed. It's like where this come from? Like we we get your W twos every year. So where this extra ten thousand mm-hmm. came from? And anybody ever bought a house? You know, once you reach that underwriting process, they look at everything. They look at it, like you can't do no cash withdrawals or deposits over five hundred dollars without mm-hmm. an explanation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just say that to say is that you know, um, with them banks, they gonna get their cut. So sometimes when these uh, dope boys back then in the eighties and maybe even early nineties was sending their money to these offshore accounts. Cause you know a lot of people don't don't really understand why they do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they do it so the, so they can't get. But a lot of the people that go to jail for like big shit, like the big time people, tax evasion. Yeah, they go to jail for tax evasion, and so that's a way to get around it. But you can't. But also you can't. Let's say like you make a million dollars as a dope boy, you can't just say, "Well, I'm gonna pay my taxes," because you mm-hmm. got to say where you was working at. Yep. So that's kind of how they do it. But then sometimes they'll set up like. Uh, Shell corporations and shit like that, and then say they made this Marty Bird, yeah, and all of that. Marty Bird, you, know. you put in for repairs at an establishment, and, mm-hmm. and you overpriced the repairs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot that go into illegal activity outside of making those hand to hand or those mm-hmm. deal transactions. There's a lot that go behind it. Um, as far as taxes, as far as you know, explaining where income comes from. That's why we tell people. I, I need to start back doing my little financial part on my show, man. I, I, I've been slipping lately. But, man, listen, it's one of the most beneficial things you could do, whether legally or illegally, money-wise, is get you an LLC or a couple of LLCs. And the only reason why I say that is because now your, 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 your taxes are taxed based off your LLC and not you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could put property, you could put assets, whatever, in that LLC name. Um, and if if something happened like you say uh asset or uh, anything property whatever you get a car and you can't pay for the car mm-hmm. instead of it fucking up your personal credit it credit. fuck up your business credit but you still have your personal side so and it, it only cost you you see the last time I got one of my LLCs was 2020 at that time that shit was like $160 and that shit was almost instant you know it usually take a couple of days that mm-hmm. shit I, I put that shit on the line paid $160 got the email with the fucking certificate and everything later so um even when you come to filing your taxes at the end of the year, if you got an LLC, one, two, three, four, five, how many of you got? Gas. You can file in the LLC tax write-off. Any charitable donations, tax write-off. Um, your work uniform or, or whatever clothes that you got a dry cleaning bill for, tax write-off. Then depending on depending on 
what your uh, job is in the clothes you buy. Mm-hmm. I know strippers when I when I was living in Atlanta, I knew strippers that used to get tax refunds all because their the clothes that they stripped in was considered a uniform, mm-hmm. and they would just get cleaning bills. Showing that, you know, I got to get my uniform clean for work. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They would get tax right off for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, we got way off topic. We did. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of show to do. Yeah, yeah, let's go, man. But, uh, yeah, he lost all his money. Uh, I'm broke, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what that, uh, Chappelle? <laughs> no, he said I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but before they was like, I'm broke. No, that was a uh, money talk. When that money talk, he was talking to Martin. Remember he was robbing the store and Mark was there as a cop on our no oh, not, yeah, that yeah. Blue, Street. Blue Street Blue Street yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm broke nigga <laughs> yeah so um after uh, Jamara finds the uh, device she tries to call she calls Gustavo and try to get him to come home as soon as possible but you know without mm-hmm. any, saying anything um, over the phone but he's on the run he say he'll come after he unloads whatever he you know work or whatever yep. um, but he'll be back as soon as he can. Uh, we go to the projects and it's Leon. And he's having a meeting with his entire crew, and he tells them that um, you can't call yourself. He tells them that you can't call yourself helping your people if you're out here selling them rock. So if uh, Franklin's done, then I'm done too. Um, but Big D asked, "Well, Pause. who's gonna buy from?" Pause. And he was like, "Big Rome." Um, he tells them that um, they could, or maybe they had enough. And um, give it up too That whole shit Went over their head What he was saying um, Big D asked him It's like Why the fuck Would we do that Exactly Let someone, <laughs> let someone else Make our money hey. And the look on um, Leon's face He just looked so disappointed he's, I about to say He's so disgusted With them niggas Like I don't know I don't know When this transition In him happened But it's like He done turned over A new leaf And he just so disgusted With the niggerdom It <laughs> it probably started with uh when he killed that little girl. It did, but you know he was on some hood shit, street shit. Then you know what I'm saying he w- that was the start of it though. Yeah, that that, that, may, that may be true. That's um, the start of it. But you know he was still down for whatever kill. Can't, like, let's kill Scully. Let's do whatever. Let's do whatever. But like you said, that probably was the start of it. But it just seemed like even then he was still about the projects and doing whatever he got to do to protect the project. Remember mm-hmm. in the beginning of this of this season. He was still chilling in the project. The police raided the projects. He wanted to get back for the projects. Yeah, but he still he always was not about killing. He well, not always, but mostly this season he was saying stuff like not hurting his people and we got to stop trying to hurt our people. I think this shit started that first time Sissy braided his hair. Yeah, he, but he, that was, he, he been acting funny ever since he started. When he was just wearing the afro, he ain't get fucked by nothing. <laughs> After he killed that girl. After he killed that girl, he started getting damn cornrows. Yeah. Boy, um, I, I saw a picture online. Somebody had a uh, Rottweiler. You know how people that got dogs try to like uh, pull up on the collar to make the chest poke out. Mm-hmm. They got dogs. They had a Rottweiler like that, and the face was fat as fuck. And somebody said, oh, "This how Leon for Snowfall look." Wow, <laughs> I got to see that. Um, so Leon tells him that this that uh, new crack laws um, are about to be written, mm-hmm. and the bill is gonna pass before the midterms, and they don't even know what the midterms is. They thought it was Einstein. Yeah, school. So that lets you know how young he is. Um, he tells them that one gram of crack will get you the same prison term as a hundred grams of powder, um, and uh, basically he's saying this is this is how they're gonna put the next generation in chains. So it's time to get out of the game, start a legit business, invest, and buy a house. Um, and then Big D, he, he asked, so if you out, does that mean I'm in charge? And you see, he never really gave him a clear answer. 
He was just looking like nigga. I, I, he was looking like nigga after all this shit I just said. Yeah, this is what you got. This is what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, we get back to Franklin. He tells Sissy that all of his accounts were hit, and that uh, it was seventy three million dollars. That's the first time we hear that money. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first time we hear the money. Um, he figures if the seizure was legit, that they'd all be in handcuffs. But he figures it was Teddy. Um, he said he'll call him and tell him he made a mistake. And then he um and then he wanna get back in the game and then when he go to meet with Teddy, he'll kidnap him, torture him, and um until he gets his money. Give him give up the money. Let me ask you this, since he's talking about trying to meet with Teddy. Mm-hmm. Is Teddy a gangster or Teddy a fuck nigga? He's neither. He's That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, he's neither. Okay. Um V tries to reason with him that if he does that, not only will he never get the money back, but he'll get them all he'll get them all killed. Um, but he pages Teddy anyway. Um, she tells him that they have the you know, they got the best accountants and all of that on it and they can track the money. Mm-hmm. Um You forgot this is what I used to do as a living growing mm-hmm. up. She always finding a way to throw in her little uh, scamming activities or former scamming activities, I would say. Mm-hmm. But uh, Franklin says, but what if it's in the hands of some, I think he said like it's in some CIA slush fund. Mm-hmm. Um, what we going to do, steal it back? Um, yeah, and that's what she said. That's what she grew up doing. Yep. Um, um, then Franklin, he says this feels like everything he's worked for um, is gone He can't just um, Sit around and wait So he decides To head to Ivy's To see if he's um, The one who helped Set him up Yep Because you remember Ivy tried to get him Tried to get what So you remember Ivy uh, convinced Franklin To fly to Panama With him that time Oh and, yeah he did Try to yeah, um, jerk him On some bread one time Yeah, yeah. But, but, but Franklin Switched suitcases on him mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So that's But really I don't think he was Trying to get Franklin I think he was just Trying to use Franklin Money for a little deal At the time But he was gonna Steal the money from him You know what I'm saying Either way Yeah he he, he I think he was just Trying to use he, he was He owed somebody money And he was gonna Take the money That Franklin bought And take that To pay off his debt And then replace and it Replace it yeah You know what I'm saying But it's, but still You could've just Went to Franklin And asked Asked for the bread Yeah So that's why I say He tried to get him And, yeah, and I yeah. think that's what Made Franklin be like You know what I even know about Offshore accounts You know what I'm saying Yeah he know about All that shit him. Yeah yeah. I think he wanna say He the one who uh Set up the Panamanian shit. He was. Yeah. He was. And you remember at the wedding, um, we remember uh keep forgetting that dude name. Ruben. Ruben was like, How do you know who? no, he's like, Oh, so you're asking me what's a white guy doing in a black person's wedding? Black couple's wedding, he's like, I'm, I'm the advisor. advisor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and he says that he also says he hasn't been able to get in touch with Gustavo. Mm-hmm. Um Teddy, he meets with Half Maya and tells him that he has seventy three million dollars in seized cash. So that lets us know who did it as a watcher. Um, Teddy tells him that some of it goes got to go to Nicaragua, um, but the conflict is about to wind down. And he says that the uh, Escapulas was a success, and peace negoci- negotiations will begin next year. I'm almost certain you researched. That I did. Too. I know. It. But I, I researched. It was like some um, basically like a peace treaty that happened down there um, to end the war. But he mm-hmm. said it, it'll go down in a year later. Yeah, and so that got signed in eighty seven, August of eighty seven. Yeah, so this let me know that this was eighty six when all this shit was happening. I, I, I was just gonna say to all our listeners and show watchers for y'all that really don't know this, even though the series is fictional, a lot of events that happened or transpired during 
the time frame that Snowfall is being depicted in are actual events. Mm-hmm. The conflict in Nicaragua, the, the the video game we all played in the mid nineties, Contra. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That video game was based off the conflict there. The the, the funds used. So if y'all got free time, man, y'all y'all got a job where you you can sit on your ass for a couple hours, or if you're going on a long ride somewhere, you got time to read. Go look up, you know what I'm saying, the uh, Nicaragua conflict or the, the, the was it the con the Iraq was it the Contra uh Iran Contra Iran Contra uh, yeah like read that stuff up and maybe that'll and at the same time look at when um I think that was the first Bush said just say no and the whole uh, war on drugs actually mm-hmm. started all this stuff right here look up uh, Oliver North. Oliver he Noor. was one of the ones who was really behind it and shit. Mm-hmm. Go go look up on Netflix the uh, the the documentary with Don't Kill the Messenger. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the guy that really was Irene or the person Irene really was that kind of broke mm-hmm. this shit. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of this stuff is factual, actually happened, and ties into you know the war on drugs, and that's why the beginning of this season started with Lynn Byers overdosing in all the way in Maryland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's re- that's that was one of the things that started the um, war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Him dying. Yep. Yeah, so all this tied together, y'all. So when we saying these certain names and this money was going toward this war and the 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 country that that B just named that you know what I'm saying that uh, Teddy was talking about like these are real places, real events. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you if you got free time, man, like read up into it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can never waste time learning history. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, because uh, a lot of times, like especially like with the government and shit. Mm-hmm. They basically do the same shit all over and over and over. So yeah, they got a lot the blueprint of the history, already. Yeah, a lot. So a lot of the shit that happened in history, and, it, and it, a lot of the yeah, laws yeah. that come from it come from history. Like mm-hmm. that whole tax evasion shit. That's how they caught mobsters back in the mm-hmm. day. You know what I'm saying? Once a mobster re- reached a certain level, he wasn't they doing no killing. They untouchable. They're not mm-hmm. doing no killings. They're not doing no hand to hand nothing. The only way they could get them tax evasion. Mm-hmm. That's that's how they got uh, Al Capone mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Gotti. Uh, Gotti. That's how they got. Um, Albert Anastasia, well, they was about to get him like that, you know what I'm saying? But he ended up killing his plumber because the plumber testified that he did like 40 million worth of plumbing work in, in his in his mansion <laughs> back in the fucking 19 fucking 70s or something. And he ended up getting him killed. But again, like laws, that, that whole law that, that Leon spoke about, one, one gram of rock is the same mm-hmm. as 100 grams of powder. They Obama just changed that. Mm-hmm. Well, not just, but you know, his... Second term, I want to say he just got that law changed. So some of y'all know that shit, but some yeah, people just yeah. I'm just saying like it's a lot of um series like Power and uh what's the shit with the Lion Family? What that shit was Empire and a lot of these series that like you know just shit shows. for TV. Yeah, yeah. they just shows, but mm-hmm. shit like The Wire, mm-hmm. shit like this actually got real significant events yeah. and, and meaning behind it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So. Whenever you can find something that's that's even though it's a fictional series, it's a lot of authentic shit that happened during that time frame. So, and when, even sometimes that might help you understand the series a little more. Yeah, when I when I um when I hear them say a name or a place or something that I haven't heard of, mm-hmm. or I didn't, then you know what I'm saying. I always look it up, and that's what I did with this. I was like, hold up, he they made a note of saying this place, so I looked it up, whatever. Um, but uh. He basically tells um, Have Maya that, you know, he ready to make a generous donation to uh, his former employer, but he'll do that under one catch, but he don't tell him what that catch is. Um, then we got a call from Sissy. I mean, a um, scene with Sissy, and she's looking all frantic, and she makes a call from Ruben to Ruben 
from Franklin's office, and I think that's a big mistake. Um, but Rubens, he's a little busy. He's then interrogating and torturing Avi. Then we get a glimpse of a little bit of the real Ruben. Listen up, motherfuckers. You surprised I figure out who you work for? No. I know you're a former Mossad. And you should also know I have no loyalties to the United States or anyone in it. Not the CIA. Not Teddy McDonald's. Not even Franklin Saint. God admit I am fond of the board. Then you should have no problem giving me what I need. There's one problem. In order for me to help you, I need you to give me assurances that I will leave here alive. At that point, did you think uh, Avi was gonna make it out alive? I knew he wasn't coming out alive. <laughs> I knew, I knew, like, bro, like, you asking for a fucking uh, uh, what, they, what they call that shit, an empty wish? Uh, uh, what they call that shit? I, I knew he wasn't making it out alive though. Like, you, you done basically done told him, I got everything you need. Yeah, bro, he ain't got no reason to let you go, bro. You dead. You good um, dead. I want that shit hurt. What getting killed? It depends on how you get killed. Yeah, cause I'd be wondering, like, if I was ever put in a situation where somebody, like, kidnapped me or torturing me, like, how much could I take, pause, before I'd be like, either I'm just going to, nigga going to have to kill me, or I'm going to let him tell him what he want to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, uh, then we get a scene of Franklin pulling up to Ivy's warehouse, and it's all burned up. Um, yeah, because, yeah, because when he met Buddy, he said, you know, the asset was inside when we went in. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I cleaned it up. Yeah. So when he said that, before we found out that he it was burned, burned it up, up, I was wondering, like... What he meant by that? Yeah, because, you know, he had both of them in the trunk. Mm-hmm. So I'm the kind of thing, like, what, what he meant? He cleaned it up. You know, did he just wipe everything down? But, mm-hmm. of course, now we see what he, he really meant. Um, Somebody asked me, like, who is the KGB? I gave them my best definition, but I'm not sure my definition was accurate. Like... What did you tell them? I basically told them it was like the, uh, the the Russian version of like the CIA. Yeah, that's basically what it was. You know what I'm saying? But, then, but you know, the CIA is an official government entity, though. I don't, I'm not sure if the KGB is an actual official Russian. Yeah, they are. Like, even if you watch like a lot of old movies or whatever. Evelyn Salt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They was basically like. I always thought it was like an underground cell. Nah, they the real. They still, they like. So like they're government funded? Yeah. Okay, so I always thought it was like, because you know, they consist of like spies and moles. And stuff like that. So I thought it was like a under kind of like I mean, kind of like um, Assad and and um and the Taliban. Like they worked independently. I didn't know they were like an official government it's, Russian entity. The uh, CIA got moles and spies and shit too, though. So, but they're official government entity, and we live in America, so I, I know that. But I don't know what what they Russia do over there. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a fair question. Um, but. Um, and not to cut you off I, I know we've been recording for a long time It's fine but, They but, want this Yeah they it's Pause <laughs> <laughs> So you remember um, We were trying to figure out The correlation of how a Hispanic dude um, Ended up in the KGB Well we'll find that out That's what I was about to say yeah. That was yeah, about to we'll say we, we, we found out this episode How yeah. that how that transpired mm-hmm. um, So Teddy he finally calls Franklin back And Franklin tells him He made a mistake He want to uh, keep that business going Um Says, you know, I was just angry. You know what I'm saying? That's why I quit. But uh, Teddy tells him it's too late. And frankly says, you know what I'm saying? You you know what I'm saying? Louis, she ain't ready. You you think you can trust her? 
But Teddy, he has a rebuttal. He says, maybe she'll get me shot. Or maybe her father will go to the press. That kind of thing. That what you mean? Um, if you want to stay in business, you can buy your beer some Louis. And then uh I know that blew the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, Franklin. Uh, Franklin loses it. All right, look, you know what? It's fine. If you want to play that way, it's fine. Just 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 put the money, put the money back into my account. And then uh and you and me will have no problem. The what? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't play dumb. Buddy, I got no idea what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Like you had no idea what happened to my pops. Huh? Like I'm sure you had no idea who torched Avi's warehouse and disappeared him. Look, how stupid do you think I am? Avi's missing, are you sure? Stop with the fucking bullshit, okay? I did everything you wanted and you fucked me. Listen, if somebody got a hold of your cash, I'm sorry. I warned you about being so visible. I warned you about bringing your money into the game. Listen to me, you cracker motherfucker. Listen to me, okay? If I don't have that money in 24 hours, I, I promise to God that I will devote every second I have on this green earth to making sure you and everybody you care about suffers. Do you understand me? You should be very careful right now. You think you've lost everything? Just wait. Uh, Man, go ahead. listen. If you ever saw two gangster niggas pull each other card, that was it on that phone right there. That motherfucker said, I'm gonna dedicate every motherfucking thing that I have to make sure that you and everybody you care for suffer. That nigga said, Oh, you think you lost everything now? <laughs> no, the first part went, uh, Crack a motherfucker. <laughs> before that, when, um, when, uh, Franklin said something to him and, um, and Teddy was like, Do what? When the motherfucker he, said, Do what? He was like, Put it back. He's, he's like, Man, just put the money back. He's like, Do what? Yeah. But I didn't know if he was saying, Do what? Like, like, questioning him, like, you 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 telling me what to do or is he saying like how the fuck you knew I did that already? Shit, me and my country niggas when the nigga say do what? You trying to say what the fuck you trying to say? What, what Take the about? what and lead the what? Yeah. But then when he say, listen here, you crack a motherfucker. <laughs> nigga, I lost it. I lost what, it at the crib. What your uh what your uh closed caption said when he said that? I didn't see it. Mine said you came in, motherfucker. Well, no, so so I saw that too when I did my rewatch. But I want to say, I want to say it said that because Teddy was saying something about the Caymans, because Teddy was talking at the same time. But he didn't say nothing about Caymans. He said, "If somebody got your money, I'm sorry to hear that." He never said nothing about the Caymans. So maybe the TV people that do the closed captions okay with saying with typing out "nigga" over. Oh, fucker, motherfucker. Yeah, but they when he, he said you crack a motherfucker, he said, that shit definitely said Cayman. I did see the Cayman. I did mm-hmm. see the Cayman, but I thought. Under it, I thought maybe Teddy was saying something about that. No, um, I was just wondering. So we back at Ruben's uh safe house or warehouse, and he's looking through the files that he took from Avi's from Avi's warehouse. And Avi tells him, "I told you these files won't help you." Mm-hmm. Why um, the fuck the nigga had his shoes off? Who? Uh, Ruben. You ain't know he had his shoes and socks off. That what Cubans do, I guess. Shit, I don't know. I thought it was like an interrogation method. I didn't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't want to get no footprints in there or something. Shit, I don't know. Nigga, you work for the government. Nigga, he took his shoes off in there. Maybe I'll take my shoes off. I thought he was about to run, kick the nigga or something. Mm. Um, Avi tells me, you don't look like any Russian I've ever met. And then uh, this is the part what you alluded to. Um, And we learn a little bit more about uh, Ruben's background. He said his father was a diplomat stationed in Cuba after World War II. So, you know, he's half and half. He half Russian, half Cuban. Yep. Um, Say so his mother died and his father took him back to Moscow. 
Uh, Avi says that his mother and father were both Russian Jews, but they fled um, something else for y'all to look up. Mm -hmm. Um, They fled the Pale of Settlement. Uh, Y'all Google it because I had to, and uh, I ain't going to tell you exactly what it is. You ain't going to give them the sauce? Yeah, I ain't going to give you the sauce. Um, And wound up in Palestine, um, but he says uh, Israel turned his back on him, and um, it may be good to get back to his roots. So he basically trying to get back in good with – Back in good with um. Nah, he basically trying to tell Ruben, man, I'm on your side, man. We we, we more like than you yeah. know. Like like nigga, don't kill me. Mm-hmm. That's what he doing. He 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 playing his cards how you know he see fit to get him out of that situation. Damn, you know what I wrote that scene down. So anyway, um, but Ruben he sees right through him and says he don't need Avi's info, and the only way to get it, no, he says he does need Avi's info, mm-hmm. and the only way to get it is by breaking him in a way. It can't be fixed. That's crazy. Yeah. He said, but don't make me do it, Avi. Um, but Avi said he'll tell him, but he won't he wants a promise from Ruben that he'll let him go once he tells him everything. He said, if you give me what I need, I will save your life. There's some wordplay in there. And, and, and he actually put on his mom's soul. Mom yeah, put on dead. your mom's yeah, your dead mom's soul or something. Um, Gustavo, he finally arrives at home and Zamara shows him the bug that she found. Um, he thinks it's Teddy. Mm-hmm. So he decides to uh, basically take the kids and run. And he tells her that he has $13 million. I thought it was 17. Might have been 13. Nah, I saw the, um, just the one time I did see the claps. Cause I had read something earlier and they said $10 million. But then, um, the caption said $13 million. Um, but even if it's 13, 17, it don't fucking matter by the end of the episode. Yeah, because you know what? Because in 1986, 13 million probably was goddamn 60. Yeah. But he he don't get to enjoy it anyway. But we'll get to that. Um, Teddy and Gustavo, they talk. And the conversation, well, we enter the conversation with Teddy telling Gustavo to have uh, Zamara take the kids to the ER. Um, basically, Gustavo trying to call out for work. Yeah, mm-hmm. my kid's sick. I can't come in. Um. Do you think at that point, Teddy kind of fig- trying to figure out what the fuck going on? Oh, Teddy knew. Because Gustavo probably always was there because Teddy said, you know what I'm saying, have her take the kids to the to the, uh, to the the ER. Um, Teddy says that he needs them. Um, it's important, but Gustavo said he can come in a few hours, you know what I'm saying, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he said he's sorry he can't leave, leave the kid, but um, he'll get with him tonight. And then that's when Teddy says it's fine. Um, do what you got to do. Um. So yeah, Gustavo he trying to call out, but Teddy okay. Teddy peak game early. I don't think Teddy really Teddy really Teddy never trusted Gustavo if he got a bug in his fucking house. But was that Teddy bug? I think it was Teddy bug. It's, it's a scene that happened a little later that made me wonder if it was Teddy bug or not, uh, or somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Yeah. That could be because two episodes ago, um, Sissy told Ruben uh, that Teddy's gun runner was and, there and drug supply was there, and he said, "Oh, we have people looking into um, Javi. I forgot his last Javi name. Drexler, Javi Drexler, and Gustavo, whatever, whatever." As we speak, yeah, yeah. I just got to the scene on the thing. He did on my closed caption. It's two. It's two. Um, it's two things. Let me see when I get back to it because it was planned. Yeah, what you call it says something. I end through the came and something, 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 and at the bottom it said, "Listen here, you crack a motherfucker." 
So. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. But um, yeah. Uh, but the only reason I say that is because a lot of stuff on this show is real deliberate, and they like it's never any wasted scene to me. And it, so the scene with him showing Gustavo that stuff, it's deliberate until they give us a spin. Mm, mm. This, you know what what this, this how you trying to counter punch, huh? Yeah, and this now, nigga like hit said, me with an uppercut. There's a couple oh. scenes that gonna happen a little later. Well, it's a, a scene that's happened a couple scenes later that makes me think it was somebody else. Cause, yeah, yeah we yeah, we didn't reach we, that part. We we'll get yeah. to it. Yeah, we yeah. reached that part. I was trying to make sure we didn't reach the part yet. Okay, so uh, then we get a scene of um, Veronique, and she tells Franklin that the property in South Central, this the part right here mm-hmm. that make a nigga flip. Uh, the property in South Central isn't appreciating because of all of the violence, which is Franklin's fault, part, partly his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wants to know how do they keep the downtown properties without any cash flow, and without them losing their six million dollars down payment, six million dollar down payment. Um, she says even if they sold everything they could, e- even if they sold everything, they couldn't come close to making the payments without some auxiliary income. Um, she said basically they'll lose that property and the down payment. She said, truthfully, he owes more than what he has. Um, and then we get, I, you know, for me, two of my favorite moments of the season is Franklin laughing. And um, this was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Franklin said, So I'm not even broke. I'm in debt. So me and Franklin saying are the same. Um, me too. Yeah, uh, Franklin gets a call from Oso, and he tells him about what Teddy is doing and asks how can he find Teddy. Um, but Oso doesn't want to be out. He said, "I could tell you, but if if I tell you, he'll know I told you, and I don't want to be um, seen as a rat." Um, he also notices he's being followed. That's Gustavo, because as he's on the phone, you see a car circling behind him. That's what I'm talking about. The car. Oh, okay. See, I thought you was talking about another scene. So. <sighs> I think Teddy put the f- the heat on Gustavo. I still think it was because you remember he told Sissy, not Teddy, but Ruben, that we got people looking into um, Javi and Gustavo as we speak. Now I, you might be right because the people that arrested him was with the him, D, the DEA. Yeah, but I just the way that Teddy looked when Gustavo tried to call out of work. Mm-hmm. But, um, but but what benefit Gustavo got? I mean, what benefit Teddy got of getting Gustavo arrested? I think one once somebody emailed and said that uh I want to say it was um um one of the emails we got that said that um it seemed like Teddy trying to burn everything. Well, it seemed like Half Mile trying to burn everything down, like you know get rid of everybody. I feel like that's what Teddy was going to do eventually, get rid of everybody, and he see the end of the tunnel, the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, because that the case. Why why work with Louis? He still uh, This nigga right here He got down I'm throwing the Mike Tyson punches He got no Holyfield punches About to bite this nigga ear Um Shit That do make sense Hey No, no, make, no make sense To burn it to the ground If you just Got you a new uh, a Distro Distro Yeah Hmm And then you told your old distro To get the bricks for the new distro If you want to keep our business going yeah, he still would need to, cause Gustavo the really the one who made and, the runs. And he didn't know that uh Javi was missing until Franklin told him. 
So if he's trying to burn everything down, then. But I think Avi was coming, you know, later on. He was going to get Avi out of there anyway. No, he just told Avi he needed X amount of guns to end this conflict. No, I'm saying eventually, like, maybe not now, but because cause that, that treaty don't get signed for another year. Yeah, but Javi said, I, I I would like to think after this conflict is over, that doesn't mean our business is over. And Teddy said, if you know anything about me. You know there's always another war or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So maybe, we'll, yeah, because that's saying, well, we'll get to, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes, niggas. I, yeah, I'm I say about a bill, goddamn it. I'm dodging and countering. Um, yeah. So Franklin says, basically tells Gustavo that he'll do it to him next. Um, but he could bring him down. But Gustavo could bring him down, or they could bring him down together. Um, Gustavo says he's the government. He always wins. Mm-hmm. You can't beat him. I hope you make it out okay. And that's when he hangs up on. Um, and Franklin, Franklin fucking loses. Loses. Tears fucking office up. Very neat looking. I, th- I thought she was about to get hit with a goddamn uh, ornament. Yeah, something. My damn phone. Yeah, standing looking stupid. Uh-huh. Uh, Franklin calls Jerome and Louie at their hotel. And he tells her he needs to see her. Um, she's the only one that can help him. Um, and that was the end of that scene. Um, uh, then we, the next scene opens up in the PJs. And it's uh, a man, Einstein in the damn shopping cart wilding. Oh yeah, go faster, nigga. Yeah, um, they got the PJs looking wild. Big D letting out shots while they playing dominoes. Um, but Wanda she shows uh, Leon her passport, and he tells her to pack her shit up so they can leave. Basically, mm-hmm. he 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 just looks so hurt. Um, next scene is Teddy. He's breaking into a mansion, but uh, Ruben is already there looking at papers, and it's uh, and they basically try to do the same thing they did at Teddy House. I mean at uh. Franklin's house with uh, Parissa and um, being the lookout for Teddy as he breaks into the mansion. When I saw that scene, it made me wonder why the fuck was Javi sleeping in his fucking warehouse instead of his mansion? He might not have been sleeping there. He might have just been there just that night. And it just so happened that they came when he was there. And they, they went late as fuck. And Three was, o'clock in the morning. And it was locked. Maybe. you If you got a warehouse full of guns and shit, you want to lock your door? Yeah, but you in there. Man, you never know. Shit, I might sleep in the studio from time to time. That, that, that what I'm saying. Why he's staying there? You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying he was wrong. I ain't saying he did not wrong because he might do that shit on a regular. I'm just saying, like, for a motherfucker that always got two or three niggas around him, always got some type of security around him. In this particular scene, you got a fucking nice ass man. Because we you know we ain't seen Javi Crib since Teddy shot him shot beside my man ill when it looked like he was living in a fucking apartment. Remember, remember when he lost the guns last season. Oh, but he back up though. That, he was done. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But what I'm saying is, he always got his two or three security guys with him. Yeah. He always, you know, what I'm saying now all of a sudden you by yourself in the warehouse at two, three in the morning, or whatever time it was in the morning. So you thinking that's slack ass writing? Or yeah, dude? that's some slack ass writing. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. And why the fuck he always breaking in everybody's house so fucking easy? Who? Teddy Cause it was the 1980s Nigga all you needed Was a damn hairpin Man You saw him in the locks Buddy had a, um, Franklin had a hat On the uh, His little vault though I mean, He broke it. You gotta remember now He broke in Franklin house And Franklin got Got down Downstairs security That Teddy, call, that, that supposed to call him when somebody, Teddy White I understand White people can do Whatever they wanna do In America Yeah Them CACs man mm-hmm. You know what CAC is Yep Okay um, and I ain't gonna say it on here because it's a racial term, and I love my white mm. brothers and sisters. 
Yeah, but you just call you just called somebody a sand nigga the other week. That's what they call them. Yeah, that's what they call CACs too. Sand niggas. Mm-hmm. What? What they all? Uh. Uh. Yeah. Teddy's breaking into matching, but uh, Ruben is there already looking at papers. Um. This is a great acting scene. No words, just silence and sneaking and in- anticipation of what we all thought we was knew go- was going to happen. You, what you thought it was going to be a shootout? Yep. Yeah, I'm glad, but you know, uh, Ruben gets out. That just show how both niggas trained at what it is they. That's do. what I thought too. Like both of them, like we know Teddy top tier CIA nigga because he went mm-hmm. over to Mexico solo dolo and killed a few niggas. Cuba, he went to Cuba. Oh yeah, he went to Cuba. Yeah, he did. we done seen Teddy in action, but in just because everybody the man in their own hood. Yeah. So Ruben the man hit what you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you you training this, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like so I. Uh, this go to answer your question too about KGB CIA niggas. They mm-hmm. got their own niggas over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so. and this even to go back to what Quetta said in her email, like she was like, I thought it was gonna be a big fight, whatever. I kind of feel like it wasn't because uh him even leaving the flashlight was strategic. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna catch Teddy's attention just long enough for him to get the fuck out get of the door. Yeah, give him a little bit. He, yeah. he, he can't walk through the house with the flashlight. Flash flash like, yeah. It's not gonna be there, so why carry it with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even like even with with government folks, military, when you are on uh, a certain tier where you go on on type of missions, you are taught how to walk the way you don't mm, footsteps make noise. Not heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like him having a conflict at that point didn't serve or benefit him in no type of mm-hmm. way. You know, what I'm saying I'm pretty sure he could have been like, well, you know what, whoever they, I'm gonna take their ass out, but he don't know who the fuck was there. Mm-hmm. So the easy thing for me just get the fuck out of here. Why I'm sitting here and let off gunshots in this probably nice ass neighborhood. And then I'm pretty sure Avi told him nobody will be there. Mm-hmm. So if somebody you know come, you know somebody who ain't supposed to be mm-hmm. there. Yep. yep. Um. So as Ruben's walking down the street, he walks past Teddy's oh, car, Parissa, and Parissa's in the car. But mm-hmm. at the same time, well, once he gets a little bit past the car, Teddy asks. Teddy comes across on the radio. Mm-hmm. Ruben hears her. On the uh, on the walkie talkie, and yeah. um, then Teddy he run. Then we get a scene of Teddy running out to the car, but uh, she's gone. I was, was kind of glad he caught her. Me too. I was glad. Yeah, she just been doing too much. She been doing too much. She got Teddy feeling herself, mm-hmm. but just that shit just. Been, I, I fought with Ruben on that. That yeah. motherfucker nice with it now. I'll yeah. applaud a motherfucker when they're good, even if I don't like it. You do some good shit. If you good at what you do, I I got applaud you. And that shit was slick as hell, and I like how they did it too. So yeah. Um, then we get a scene of Gustavo. He's um going to his money stash in a uh storage unit or whatever. Um, he pick and uh he packs his truck up with the thirteen million or some of it at least. But before he can drive off, he's stopped and arrested by the DEA. And it's the same guy that was in the in the truck at the party listening, who was also the same guy that was over the detail when they killed the other DEA female agent. Yeah, he was the lead field officer. Over, yeah, kind of like her contact. Yeah, when they um arrested Gustavo and I forgot the Lucia. Name. He was in love Lucia. He was yeah. a he was a head field agent. Then he was also the agent that was in um the female reporter house. Uh, Irene's house. Irene. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so he been following the whole know that they operation tied, for a while. Yeah, but they tied him back in the loop, and that's why I said. I think that bug might have been from them, from them, because he got in Irene's house. He was sitting on her couch when she came home one day. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard you was looking for me. Mm-hmm. You that's know what I'm that's oof. 
A lot of niggas on this show be talking that shit, boy. That's yeah. yeah, I heard you was looking for it. Damn, yeah. I think I saved you the trouble. <laughs> That's hard. And, and he bought the files. That and he wanted. bought the files. That's what you need. And then he gave her the rundown on uh, how yeah, to do all, shit. Yeah, all he want to know. What you say? You got twenty seconds to tell me why you looking for me, whatever. whatever. And then down when she told him what she was trying to do, he was like, "All I know is I had him dead to rights, and somebody let him go. But it's everything you gonna need." Mm-hmm. So now, like I said, I, I don't see a reason why. Now maybe Teddy just wanted to know. Nah, because I don't even think Gustavo even have convos with uh, his old lady like that about the business. So nah. I just don't see no reason for Teddy to bug his crib when Teddy just asked him to help him bug Franklin. Shit. Well, maybe just to bug his crib just to see what he got going on. Seeing if he trustworthy Seeing what You know what I'm saying I mean maybe I don't know But I, I still Think it was But even uh, Okay so Even if it was the other dude Just like you say Gustavo and old girl Don't be talking about shit In the crib mm-hmm. What's the use of the DEA bugging Cause they don't know that Yeah true Ted, Teddy been working Gustavo He been new Gustavo. How would they Cause how, you, know, you remember he, he, uh, Teddy knew they had The tunnel under the old the, Under the house So he been knew that You know what I'm saying she know what's up You know what I'm saying She know what's up I, Teddy the reason Her husband got killed Cause remember The, the guy asked for 100,000 a week And Teddy told him 50 And Teddy told like I'm not giving you no more of that. He was like You know what I'm saying We gonna call their bluff And remember Gustavo was like Pay him whatever he wants Cause yeah. it's not worth the trouble mm-hmm. And Teddy said no Then right after that Yeah he killed him And then painted A hundred uh, 50,000 on, on the uh, kitchen floor Yeah In their blood In their blood You know yeah. what I'm saying So I mean, I don't. I don't think Teddy got a, a reason to want to know what they talking about over there. But again, it could be. But I, I just think it's based off the type of bug it was. Cause remember now, Teddy got all this old. The shit he showed was some old equipment. Nah, it was the same one. Cause Gustavo uh, said the name of the bug, so it was the same type of shit that he saw. Well, either way, yeah. I still think it's the fact of when Gustavo was on the payphone talking to Franklin, that car pulled up and then circled and left. That let me know he's under surveillance. The fact that Ruben well, told Sissy. The only, only reason I only reason I feel like it was Teddy was because the way he was looking when uh Gustavo was trying to tell him that he couldn't come in, whatever, whatever. And Teddy it looked like Teddy knew he was trying to make excuses. And so that's the only reason why I, I But feel if that the case, the bug would have been there. I mean Teddy been put the bug there. Yeah. He ain't put it there that day when they had that conversation. Yeah, but I'm saying like I feel like with him on the phone telling him that and the way he reacted made me feel like he could feel some shit was wrong. That what way Gustavo was living. Remember the girl said when she called him after she found the bug, she said, oh, you know, I just had such a good time yesterday. I was wondering if you could come over today. And she said. Yeah, she said, I had such a fun day yesterday at the park with the boys or whatever the fuck they did the day before. I was mm-hmm. wondering if you could come over today. She didn't say come home. She said, I was wondering if you could come over there because I had such a good time yesterday. So why even know the bug that spot? I got to look back at it The caption Well you saw the caption though so. I saw the caption yeah. yeah Um So Franklin He goes to his meeting With Louis mm-hmm. Um She said she heard About what happened to him And they put a freeze On all of his accounts Um She said she saw that happen Good for him. you Mm-hmm. Um He wants her to tell him Tell Franklin wants Louis To tell him When and where they Her and Teddy Gonna meet next So she can He can kidnap him um, she's like, nah, I ain't gonna do that. This what pissed me off with her. With the mm-hmm. next thing she said, because it's my turn. Boy, that shit pissed me off. So, that, that that made it seem like to me, you intentionally knew what the outcome was gonna mm-hmm. be of you going behind that man back to the plug, mm-hmm. and you didn't give a fuck. Yep, because you wanted your turn. So shout out, shout out to my man Fly. Um, 
Me, Fly B was all together yesterday, you know what I'm saying? You know, Big and Bat being bull, how mm-hmm. we do. And Fly had a hard down debate with us about Franklin was wrong for how he handled the situation. And me and you was kind of like, we felt like that. How he was wrong about what situation? He was acting like that Franklin was wrong. Like Franklin was a, was a sucker for how he handled it and that, you know, Louis them ain't had nothing to do with it. He shouldn't win at Louis them, da da da. But you know, me and you was like, nah, everything Franklin doing is because it was a domino effect based off what Louis did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was just wanted to highlight, you know, oh, okay, shot okay. fly. He had yeah, his opinion. He had his opinion. We had ours, but but was he was he saying that or was he saying something? What did he mention that about something that come up a little later? No, he was saying the whole. He's like the whole shit. Like Franklin should never went at Louis and Jerome, like robbing her. Right? Like, yeah, what he did, did say later? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, and we was trying to say everything that Franklin did was based off. Come, the reaction or the the consequence behind what Louis did. Yeah, because I think yesterday when we were talking, um, you said um about what Franklin told him in like the first or second episode. He was like, "If you don't think for," he said, "Don't don't stop and think for one second that I don't do whatever it takes to protect me and mine." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for her to say it's my turn, like bro, like, and you know what? Like you say, that kind of hit you. That hit me too. But then she says, "I ain't throwing it away for you." But, right. Um. She said she'll take her chances Because um, he said you, If he did this to me You don't think he'd do it to you mm-hmm. She said I don't know I'm um, gonna take the chance Yeah And uh My chances I don't think you hear What I'm saying to yeah. you I'm not asking you I'm telling you You telling me Yeah Cause this is all your fucking fault How is this my fucking fault I only quit Because you went behind my back And did that fucking deal And he only robbed me Because I quit You see it However you want to Franklin This ain't my problem It's your fucking problem he pulled a gun out, y'all. That was the sound of a gun pulled out. Click that. You gonna shoot me? If it meant me getting my fucking money back, I would kill you ten times over. Now you are gonna make that call. That was somebody else pulling the gun. That was Buckley, Drop y'all. Drop the piece to it now. You were saying? Fuck you. You want them done? Just say the word. Mm. Out of respect for Jerome. She was about to cry to walk away. He was too. But from here on out, you and me, we done. I'll see you again. I'ma kill you. Dang. That was powerful, good acting for everybody. It did, but it I just ride for Louis so hard, man. But why? Nah, I'm just kind of because you know in the beginning she was totally like she was Franklin backbone for real because you know Jerome wasn't really with the shit, so he was always kind of on the fence. Mm-hmm. But when Franklin jumped in this shit, even with the deal with Claudia, when it was about remember Claudia beat her ass just for bringing Franklin to the shit. You know what I'm saying? Remember they was riding the car after he did the first deal with Claudia and. He saw his daddy walking on the side of the road drunk. She was right there to console him when he started crying. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when when he got shot up, she was the one that made his shit stay afloat while he was out recovering. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, nah, it's like, and I get it. Like, like Cameron said in Painting for it, most niggas will be the man just because. Just because I understand yeah. it. Don't nobody want to be up under a motherfucker forever, but everybody got a position to play, man. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like once she sniffed this, and I get it. Ninety percent of his business came through her, so I get it. You, you, you—the reason that you the cog in his wheel that keep this shit going. Mm-hmm. But 
I felt like you I felt like she really was on some you ain't my you ain't my family. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. that that what it kind of got to like fuck you. Like you ain't my family. I wonder how much older than him is she? I say Jerome looked like he at least about 15 older than him. I don't even know if he maybe that old, much older. Maybe I and I just said that based off look how old sissy is, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give him at least 10. I, yeah, I say 10 and maybe Louie might be five years older than him. I don't think she's too much older than Franklin. No, Louie ain't no fucking 20. Well, think about it. Louie might be 29. If we if we go on based off this uh, documentary and this, this this real person that they say this character based off of, then we got to see how old she was in that time. But I, but if she's based off of that, that don't mean they stories together because no, 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 she's no. not related to Yeah, her. I ain't saying that. I'm just saying you know that, that may give us a ballpark figure. Maybe so. But, um... So we go to Franklin and Veronique and they're at his um, penthouse apartment or whatever. And he tells her that he understands if she needs to move out again until all of this shit is settled. Um, but he said from here on out, the gloves got to come off. Mm-hmm. Um, he told her that he promised her a certain kind of life and they're going to have it. Um, and then he leaves. But uh, she makes a call. Um, and she leaves a voicemail to somebody and asks for their help. Um and then uh, we get a scene of Franklin. He gets with uh, Black Diamond in Dallas. Thought you forgot about this. Mm-hmm. And they ride out. And I thought about, I was thinking about, damn, they're going to go against uh, Louis and Jerome. But Jerome uh, been giving them shit ever since they started working together. Like, he ain't really respected them. He been talking shit to them and all that kind of shit. Kind, Low-key disrespecting them and shit. So for them to, like, not really fuck with him mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't be no thing. Hey, and you remember Leon when he was arguing with Louis last episode, she was like, "He came at us, so I did what I had to do." And he was like, "But Black Diamond," she's like, "Black Diamond in Dallas can be bought." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So shit, and like you say, Franklin ain't never, ain't never did nothing to them. Yeah, but that that's something I'm scared about too, though. Oh, that they, they, they literally told them we go to the highest bidder. So mm-hmm. if a motherfucker come with more money, then we know what the fuck they're gonna do. But then what happened later on made me feel a little bit better with them being with Franklin. Well, what they about to say? It was up. it was so many times that when Franklin got the car or was doing something, I'm like, these bitches gonna drive off. Oh, you thought- <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it's like two di- two different scenes. I was like, these bitches about to drive off. But like I said, they, they kind of show their loyalty yeah. for for this for this uh, shortcoming mm-hmm. of the you know what I'm saying the, the now present. They yeah. show who they kind of you know what I'm saying rocking mm-hmm. with. Um, so Ruben, he's back at his safe house with Avi. And basically everything Avi said is confirmed. Um, he's giving him user end certificates, um, payment logs, shipment manifest, and the thing he wants the most, Teddy McDonald. Um, but he also tells him that um, Teddy isn't really working for the working. He's not really employed by the CA. He's just a CIA, he's CIA a contractor. contractor now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still can help him connect the dots. Um, but Ruben shoots him anyway. Yeah. Um, he shoots him one time and Avi stands up. Sing. Start singing in Hebrew. Yeah. Um, and then Ruben shoots him in that um uh, head. Um then they start nigga, when they start playing air tonight. Yeah. Nigga, I don't care what you doing, nigga. That song start playing, you just get a feeling. Nigga, I'm motherfucker do a TikTok video and he cooking chicken. <laughs> and air tonight start playing, nigga. Anyway. Um uh one of Ruben's handlers or whatever comes in and asks, was he was he useful? Why you kill him? Was he not useful? He's like, no, I just can't trust him. Um, and and I, I, I wondered if that was really the truth. Like, 
that he done told you he's gonna help you connect the dots and all. So like, like I, I thought I, I, I tried to find what real reason he had to kill him. I thought about that too, but you know what I'm saying? Like he probably did feel like he couldn't trust him because. Basically, in one of the other scenes, Ivy told him like he don't work for the U.S. He don't work for the CIA, the U.S. government, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He basically that, worked for himself. That's not what he said. What he said? He said. So Ruben said, um, no. So he said, yeah. Javi told him, you know, uh, you know, I don't understand that you KGB or whatever. And Ruben gave him a look. Javi said, oh, you didn't know that I could tell who you work for. Mm-hmm. And then he Ruben said, yeah, just like I know that you're from a Mossad. And then Javi said, yeah, so you know I have no loyalties to the United States of America or anybody in it, including the CIA, Teddy McDonald, mm-hmm. or Franklin Saint, mm-hmm. although I'm fond of the boy. Mm-hmm. So he he wasn't saying that, you know what I'm saying, um, he ain't loyal to nobody. He was just saying, I ain't loyal to the U.S. And I know the reason the KGB do 80% of the shit they do is to, to get the fucking U.S. Yeah, but I say, I say that because to him, in, in my mind, to Ruben, him saying that is saying that he ain't got no loyalties to nobody. Now, he literally said, I have no ties to the United States of America or anybody in it. But I'm saying, I, yeah, he said that, but what I'm saying is to Ruben. So by him saying nobody, United States or nobody in it, you took that as nobody, period. Yeah. Mm. Ruben in the United States. He's in there on an assignment that he got. He from still Sissy, here though. That he got from Sissy. He's still here though. He, they, 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 they probably didn't even give a fuck about what, what they had going on till Sissy was like, you know, they just feel my husband and the American funding this and this. He, they probably didn't know that shit was going on. Yeah, I, I, that's that's that would be the only reason why I feel like he would kill him, unless he just don't like Jewish people. Okay, he ain't got no ties to him. So what? He ain't got no ties to what? So if if Javi if Ruben suspense uh. Uh, intuition was right. What have it? What have it gonna do to him? He, if he can't trust him, he can't work with him. Trust him to do what? I don't know. Get information and give it to somebody else. He done gave you everything. He done. So no, I'm saying, Avi, get information from Ruben and give it to somebody else. If he feel like you, he can't trust him, once once Ruben got them files, he got all the leverage. He in total control of who Harvey could probably associate with, talk to. He's in control of the situation now. And before he got them um, files, he ain't had no fucking leverage. And Harvey told him that. He said, "You think I'm the you don't you think I'm the only one in trouble here? You got to come out here with something." But Avi is Avi. Niggas know Avi. Avi can get work wherever. Ivy, that's fine. He connected. That's fine. But what threat was he to um, Ruben? Like I'm trying, I want you to give me a logical threat that he was a Ruben. He know he the KGB. So shit, nigga. So what? Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> he just, I don't know. I just I just think he feel like he can't trust him. For why? Okay, why? Because he can. He might can expose him to other people. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. Well, I'm saying what? I, what threat was he to Ruben? If he exposed Ru- who Ruben is, uh huh. To who? To who sissy them? No, to to other people that's like who who he worked for government other motherfuckers. At this point, while you tied up in a warehouse, you are fucking no. But I'm saying I, if he, I, know, I know what you're saying. Once if, he once he decide to let him go or whatever, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. But at that point, we all know in season three, Javi snitched on somebody. Remember? Yeah. So at this point. We all know that that Javi gonna do what's in his best interest, but right now, based off the situation that he's in, his best interest is to keep Ruben happy. 
That's why he gave him the files. That's why he gave him, let him know that Teddy was no longer actually CIA. You kind of proving my point. No, no, no. The point I'm trying to prove is right now, Ruben had all the leverage to make sure Javi stayed in line. He don't need, but all that he got, he can't. He got what he came for. Yeah, that's. On, that's I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like when he said I couldn't trust him. I don't think he really had a legit reason to kill him. Yeah, you why might, not? Because like, who the fuck he gonna tell? Like, who the fuck are you gonna tell? You doing illegal activity, so you think he gonna go back and tell the gov- the United States government? Of course, he don't. He KGB. This, he don't give a fuck. The same way the KGB don't give a fuck about hate the U.S. Back then, the U.S. hated the KGB. That's what I'm saying. So if, so if the U.S. Could, if, if he, he gonna could, take his ass back to Moscow, he don't give a fuck. But if he could pinpoint where some KGB niggas is in America. The one thing you don't I think the, that he would be useful to America. The one thing, the one thing I think Javi might have did if he got out of that alive was tell Teddy or Franklin. That's the one thing I think he might have did. But to me, that ain't no bigger threat than what uh, was kind of already looming. Him telling Teddy would be a, a great threat to the KGB. Franklin Teddy don't got no ties no more. Yeah, he do. He meet with half my two times a week. And half my barely want to meet with him because, you know what I'm saying, yeah, we still doing this shit on the side, but really, you know what I'm saying, I can't get you. Remember, he said, I can't get you no resources. Teddy don't need his resources. Teddy oh, about shit. to give yeah. him. Teddy don't need resources for the hood niggas. He going to need his resources for the KGB. But if, if back then, that was the big bad wolf, just like Al-Qaeda and all them niggas was the big bad wolf in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. The KGB and Russia and all them niggas, they was the big bad wolf, like, if you notice, like all of the movies back then, the, the most of the time the antagonist was a Russian motherfucker, because of this type of shit. Look at Rocky. Oh, no. Who was the bad? If he dies, he dies. Yeah, the Russian. Yeah. That nigga who was who was fight, trying to kill Bullwinkle. Rocky. The motherfucking Rock, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Who was trying to kill him? Uh, the fucking Russians. Nat- Natasha, Boris Bedinov. Them niggas was trying to kill oh, Rocky. Yeah. It was a. The whole shit back then was the USA versus Russia. Look at Street street Fighter. Zangief. Sagat. No, Sagat is Thailand. Oh, he was Thailand. Yeah, Yeah. but anyway, so that was, they was like the big bad wolf. So anything a motherfucker, any news a motherfucker can give the US about them, they're going to welcome it with open arms. I guess. I I just didn't, I I guess I thought. You just don't feel like he needed to kill him. Yeah, I mean, like, hold a nigga, keep the nigga hostage. Don't let him talk to nobody. But again, you know, I guess then, look, looking at it from what you just said. But then look at the point, like, he ain't never tortured um, Ivy. I mean, he slapped him up a little bit. When? You remember when, so you remember the scene where uh, Ruben Handler said, you better not come out of this empty handed. And then briefly, Ruben looked down, and then the very next scene was him slapping Ivy. I missed that slap scene, but okay. yeah, that's the very very first scene of them of Javi tied in the chair. Was I like, just remember him giving him the, the cigarette and that that was after the slap. So before the slap, his handler was talking to the guy with the the the, 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 the cul de sac. Yeah, was saying you better not come out of his hand and hand it with the George Jefferson. With the George Jefferson, yeah. yeah. And then that's when briefly you see uh, Ruben um, tilt his head down, look down, and then when he looked back up, he's slapping Javi. And Javi like, man, come on, man, give, give me an aspirin and we could talk about this. Like, a yeah, dog. I remember him saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah gangster. Yeah. Um. So then we get a scene, uh, you know, a few scenes of Black Diamond, Dallas, and uh, Franklin, basically running up in a, um, a couple of Jerome and Louis spots, killing a couple mm-hmm. people, told, and they robbing them. Told niggas ain't even half of it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we get 
scene of Jerome and Louis both getting separate pages, and I figured that's them getting the news or what happened. You know what's crazy? What? Franklin lost seventy three million, right? Mm-hmm. You remember episode three or maybe four when they were trying to he was trying to convince them to put in on the downtown property, and you know, he, uh, she asked Louis asked how much they'll need to put in, and Veronique told them ten million or six million. Mm-hmm. It's either six or ten. Ten. And Jerome was like, huh, shit, that damn everything we got. But then, you know, now these scenes where we frankly busting in they 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 they, they stash spots and I ain't I I eyeball, but I ain't the greatest eyeball. But when he was like, This ain't even half of it, and we they, they don't let it be known that um that Louis and Jerome was ninety percent of Franklin business. Mm-hmm. I really wonder how much, how close was the money they probably had or was making want, close to what he would had or what was making. Well, when you were saying that, I thought about that too, and I kind of went back and forth. And maybe it was like just like Franklin had the seventy three million, but he needed that money from them because he needed the cash that was over here. So the money that they might have had, might have uh, their extra money might have been overseas, and that ten million or whatever might have just been the money they needed here to well, operate. Well, you remember he offered to teach them about the offshore account shits, and and Louis was kind of like, "We good." He offered them. I want to say it was either early in this season or last season to kind of teach them about you know putting putting them in the offshore's account, and they was like, "Yeah, if we need it, we'll let you know." Maybe they had their own own shit. I, I mean, no, nah, I ain't even saying that. I'm just saying. Um, to me, it's kind of uh, what is it, the word I'm looking for? A conundrum, a contradiction, where in one scene early in the season, Jerome was like, "Shit, that's all the money we got," and then now we learn that they ninety percent of Franklin income, and they we done seen we done seen the stash houses. Yeah, like maybe they lying to him. Maybe, but now my mindset went to how far is the gap between the man and the next in charge? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean like between Franklin and them? Yeah, it might be closer than what you think. That, that, that's that's the point I'm getting yeah. at. Like, I, they really had us thinking like Franklin was spoon feeding these motherfuckers. To now we would have realized ninety percent, ninety percent of your business. And then remember she started naming Little Rock, St. Louis. Yeah. Like, oh shit! God damn. And then it's like, <laughs> but we we decided to give you one LA territory. Remember she said that. Mm-hmm. So you just named Little Rock, St. Louis. At that time, you think about LA. You got South Central. You got Compton. Watts, you got Inglewood. Um, you got Watts. And she said we we gonna give you one. LA territory. And the Nick said, Oh, you do that for me, huh? You know what I'm saying? So you you talking about 90% of the business and you're gonna give the motherfucker that's that's probably the man one territory. But you got all the other territories and you got Little mm-hmm. Rock and you got St. Louis, which was his expansion idea. So now I'm kind of thinking like they really might have been goddamn scraping in some real paper. Oh yeah. And and then they weren't wholesaling either. No nah, hell no! They was they were to some people. They were to, they were wholesaling to some people because they was selling the um scully them like that. So maybe they was just the middleman for the you know what I'm saying. But once they get deployed, the middleman don't need the um the, the the boss. And and then also not this not even out of the out, just the money factor. They had hundreds and hundreds of bricks stashed too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that that's what that's he ain't took no bricks. All he took was money. No, he took bricks. Oh, he took bricks. The second stash spot. Oh, he took bricks on the second stash mm-hmm. spot. Okay. Um. Then we get a, another cold ass scene. Franklin paying a visit to uh Kane at the hospital. Boy, they dramatized the fuck out this scene. Yeah, they did. But the little bit that he did, yep. once he finally did something, they dramatized the fuck out this scene. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, the song. The song was still playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But and, you know, uh, every time I hear that song, you know what I'm I think about? Paid in full. No. What? I can think about is a uh, hangover when Mike Tyson's like, hold on, this is my favorite part. He go boop, 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 boop. And then he, he, he punched Oh, he knocked my man out. When, yeah. they stole, when they stole his tiger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, He tells uh, Kane, as Kane is on oxygen in the uh, hospital bed, uh, sorry about what happened to you. Yeah. And then he get close to him and he tell him in his ear, it was Louie. Mm-hmm. That nigga heart start racing Start racing cuz And I wonder if he even knew who Louis was Yeah he know Louis He had to cause he put a hit on him Yeah And it's an online debate whether or not Franklin was snitching When he told Yeah he was snitching You think that's snitching? Yeah he was snitching Do you agree with it? Yeah Okay alright I don't think it's snitching Man I look at it like this But I also this. agree with I it I look at it like this When it come to you trying to uh, And I ain't gonna say no, I, the example I'm about to give wasn't going to work. So, it's people in the drug game that snitch. And then when somebody asked them why they snitch, they say because so-and-so snitched on me first. Once you get snitched on, I ain't going to say you should snitch, but I can't fault you for snitching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, some people going to look at it as snitching and snitching, period. And you ain't supposed to do it. I look at it as, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Whether I do five years or 20 years, I did my debt to society and I came home. So if a motherfucker told... Now, if, I, if y'all motherfuckers caught me in a roadblock and I was riding dirty, I was in a roadblock and that's how you find the work, all right, cool. I ain't got nobody to snitch on. That was my fuck up. Mm-hmm. But if I sit here living a peaceful life in motherfucking... Uh, Patrick, South Carolina, I ain't bothering <laughs> nobody. I ain't bothering nobody. And motherfucker kick my dough in and you give me this paperwork, this uh indictment, and they got motherfucking nine motherfuckers in there. Six of them I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Talking about they did XYZ with me or we met up to do XYZ. Boy, yeah. I'm telling you, man, an old head band told me some minute. Two people in the feds. It, ones that wish they told and the ones that did tell. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he he snitched. He did, but at least he snitched to the actual street nigga and not the fucking. Yeah, I don't call that snitching. When you tell to a street nigga, they ain't snitching. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. He didn't snitch to the the authorities. Yeah, I'm I, saying he kept it in the streets. Yeah, I, I feel like you just uh, giving him a heads up. Nah, that nigga made a chess move, bro. Of course, but I'm still yeah, feel yeah. like that's that ain't snitching. That's yeah, nah, ain't snitch. he, that nigga made a chess move, bro. Because right now, Louis riding on motherfucking high horse. She don't think she she thinks she untouchable. Nah, she her got, she got Buckley. She thinks she untouchable. A couple and Lee on told her, Kane people is not gonna take my people is not gonna take this line down. And I didn't tell him it was you because I ain't want more blood on my hands. But they gonna find out, and I hope you ready for what's coming. Yeah, I, I, I hope it's all the Crips come after that nigga. You think he Crip? Yeah, he Crip. I think he crib. This whole series had me because in the beginning I th- I thought goddamn I thought Skullin was the Crips and goddamn um, Man Boy them was the Bloods, but then really found out that shit was crisscross. That Man Boy them was the damn Crips, Crips and Skullin. I think they the Bloods. Yeah, they the Bloods. You know what I'm saying? So because they all them niggas was wearing red all the time. They was driving red cars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope all the Crips come after her. The sixties, the twenties, the thirties, the neighborhoods, yep. all of them niggas. Yep. Insane, all of them. Yeah, all of them. Um, East Side. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Um, so Teddy he um meets with Half Mind says that might be a problem. That was just a real quick scene. Um, then Sissy she goes to Franklin's place and asks it. At, well, she said she heard about what happened with uh, Lou and Jerome getting robbed, and she said that um there was uh four people that got killed. And was asked that him was that him. you? Yeah, was that you? Um, 
and basically asked him how is he gonna fix it and um listen up motherfuckers what fix it i try to fix it I did everything. I showed them compassion. I showed them mercy. I walked away. I was the bigger man. And look what the fuck it got me. If you can't be a part of what comes next, I understand. I appreciate everything you've done for me. I know you did your best. But what I am now. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Man, listen. We know. I think after the Leon and Franklin scene in the car was the start. The let me get us out of this like I got every I got us out of every motherfucking thing else. Mm-hmm. I think at that point they realized, like you know how back in the day in the late nineties, going to two thousands, on every No Limit album you got, almost everyone had that soldier intro song. Yeah, all of them had the soldier song at the beginning. You know what I'm saying the, the beginning was damn near all of them. Right? Yeah, it's got the best one anyway. I think um, the, the the writers and producer realized. Every couple, at least once a season or every couple of episodes, we need a scene where Franklin give us that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Which early this season he gave it to us. We was talking about the gas. He's like, I want to hear nothing about the motherfucking kilos mm-hmm. or the motherfucking prices. And I think right here they they try to goddamn climax it again with this conversation right here. You know, with him hitting his hands mm-hmm. and telling him about this and this. But the point I'm making is, and um, disagreeing with what Philly said earlier, and I kind of said it. Uh, a couple of episodes ago Oh I got a point with that too But go ahead yeah, His acting bro If he's If he has If this uh, If this series Hasn't thrown him into Low uh, uh, A-list actors He's definitely B plus About to You know what I'm saying Go into A Because I can just tell How he has like Kind of blossomed and, and, and toned his craft Now maybe he can only act As a California nigga I don't know but nah, that, I seen him act as um. You seen that movie where he was like in the military? I asked you about that two episodes ago, nigga. Oh, you did? Yeah, he's flying a drone. Nigga. Yeah, like oh yeah, we did. Okay. But that's the only only other thing I ever seen him in. I seen him in something else. I ain't seen him in nothing else other than that. Thank you know what I'm saying? And he didn't he didn't use his British accent or his England English accent in that movie at all. So I'm not yeah. sure if he can act in other roles. But as far as this role that he's playing. Mm-hmm. And these type of conversations, you know what I'm saying? Like we'll see after next season. Yeah, after right. next season when he get into more shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, something you said about him, them playing that in the acting and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and him. I don't know if they kind of doing that to show his acting chops, because you know now he's he's an executive, executive producer now. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I'm saying is maybe they showing him because every time he doing that, he really losing his cool, and maybe like they showing as time go on. He kind of losing more control. Um. Well, this episode alone, he lost his cool a lot, about three or four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, but you know, normally he loses his cool early in the season, and he rectifies whatever situation that got him flustered. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this the first season where he wasn't able to rectify nothing, nothing. But did he? Because he got got his lick back for sure. Kinda, he got his lick back for sure, and now he done the same scene. We ain't brought it up yet, but he done found out I may have some friends because my mama done told me she done met some people. Yeah, we about to get to that. You know what I'm saying so maybe he did kind of rectify yeah. it, but I did. I think the writers did a good job with leaving us with. God damn, this last goddamn episode. Like, I like it like that though. Yeah, I yo, like it like that. Yeah, yeah. But like yo. you said though, she asked him if he still want to get a hold of Teddy, um, and kill him, and kill him, because that, that was her objective. From, all season yeah, yeah And she didn't even let him know that In the beginning either She should have told him 
I think that's her one her, her one mistake. If she would have let Franklin know that she had somebody she was working for, he might have could have helped her maneuver some shit. I don't think she could because at the time, Teddy was still his plug. So how I'm gonna let you kill my plug? He could. He want. She know he wanted to get out anyway. Yeah, but remember we told Louis. She was like, "Oh, so you gonna shoot me?" He was like, "That means I can get my money back. I'll kill you ten times over." So that let that that let you know how important money was to Franklin at this point in time. Yeah, but I think he just wanted to. I don't know if he had once he had. Listen, I don't know if it went for Buckley being there. It really was no turning back once he put his gun. Put a gun out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like. Every, now I, I hate Louis right now But I respect what she said When she told him If I see you I'm gonna kill you Because really At this point right she now She could have had him killed She could have She could have killed him But it's the fact that she said If I see you I'm gonna kill you Because at this point It ain't no turning back bro You done literally Put a gun in my face yeah. And you literally told me If it mean I can get my money back I'll kill you 10 hours over So you literally but telling even, me even in the first Like if, if a motherfucker Tell me early on That there's nothing That'll keep me from what did he say when they was at the gas he station? Said, he said, "If you think for one second that there's nothing I won't do to protect me and mine, that means short of anything. That means I kill you and anybody else. But so, at that point, I ain't no direct threat. I'm giving you a general statement to let you know. Don't try me. Nah, but I, now I, I don't literally. No, I'm saying as me personally. Yeah, you personally. When, when yeah. people talk like that, but again, I listen. Out of respect of Jerome, this family environment, the wedding, all this and that, it's still yeah. You said that, but we done seen you say a lot when you upset." But now you don't motherfucking took this pistol out. First, first you told me I'm not asking you. I'm telling, telling you. you, and that's something then she hated the whole time. The whole anyway. time because he didn't treat it like a partner. Mm-hmm. Now you take this pistol and put it in my face, and you literally told me if it means that I get my money back, mm-hmm. I will kill you ten times, not once, not ten. No, no. Even if I do it and I regret it, I'll do it again yeah. and again. Yeah. So, so it ain't no coming back from that. Like, bro, mm-hmm. we. You know, she says she's like, from here on out, me and you is done. You know what I'm saying there Ain't no coming back from that So if Buckley wouldn't have been there I wonder how that situation Would have played out right then If she would have Kept uh, Denying To let him know When that next meetup happened mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Cause now you gotta do something Cause yeah. now you know She gonna go tell Jerome Yep Now it's all out war You know what I'm saying And if you do kill her And they find her You still gotta tell Jerome something mm-hmm. So I I, I I appreciate how they kind of showed um, Louis flexing her nuts by having you know what I'm saying Butley as her yeah. as her guy, but I kind of wish we kind of would have seen how that played out because I know that'd have been a whole other dynamic as far as into the blood feud what Jerome was talking about. But it's already episode. there now. So oh, it's there. It's yeah. up. It's up. Um, so she tells him that he has she has KGB friends that they need to that they need to fight fire with fire. She said, um, I think he said we're gonna have to burn this whole motherfucker to the ground. She said, then let's go, and that's the end of the season. And, and we 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 sorry we uh went a lot over time than what we normally yeah. do. But again, this is you know season finale. We try to go a little further in depth than we normally do. And um, we got some emails which we like to get. Yeah, man. So you know we apologize if this one this episode a little lengthy. But again, yeah. we'll do another one if y'all send us these emails. Send, yeah, send us enough emails. Um, we'll do another. Yeah, one we'll do another, man. You know, because y'all got to remember, we ain't gonna do this again for almost a year. Maybe so. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? Come so out if if y'all want us to give us like a a season recap, not not a episode ten recap, but if y'all want to want us to do a season recap, that means from episode one to ten for season was it six, five, five, five. You know, what I'm saying, let us know. Let us know what what stood out to you. This whole season What you thought Was gonna happen What was different Than what you thought Was gonna happen Who you think Was shy Like some people Actually think 
Louis was the one that set Franklin up to get those those drops hit all the time. Thought, I had that thought, thought too. No, I'm not, yeah, I was talking about you. I just didn't want to say you. Yeah, um, everybody gonna have to. I wonder, like, they ain't explicitly said it because there hasn't been no peaches since episode man, five. Ain't six. been no peaches episode five. We ain't seen Scully since he spiked the chocolate. You know, what I'm saying and before he spiked the chocolate, it wasn't too much of him since since he cut the nigga ear off that episode. Mm-hmm. He found this man was damn. Um, you know, what I'm saying snitching on him. Uh, they introduced Kane, but. He, Outside of finding out Kane was the ones that did the hit, and then he getting shot. We ain't, we don't know what you know what I'm saying what really going on with that. Um, so again, if y'all want us to do, excuse me, a season recap, man, email us. Tell us, you know, matter of fact, email us and tell us who won the season. Mm-hmm. Tell us who lost the season. That's what we'll do on the next episode too. Yeah. Who won? Who lost? Who lost the season? You know, you know saying? our whole shit. Who we most identify with the whole season? Mm-hmm. All that shit. So instead of doing it for episode, man, do it for the season. Who won the season? Lost the season? What you think gonna happen next? Who you think is the motherfucking turncoat motherfucker? All of that shit. All that man. Yeah. And we, we 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 don't mind. But after after we, if y'all do it or not, regardless, we taking the money off. No, I'm taking the money off yeah, well, personally. That's my DJ. So if for he my show, money, if he no no, I'm off, talking. I'm not talking on the mic. That's what I'm talking about. She talking about a macho? No, I'm not. Well, you I'm, better get I'm, your uh, guessing order. Taking them one off. Nah, you don't need to. Um. So, uh, Kane. Yes, sir. Who you think won this episode? Ooh, man. To be honest, I'm gonna say Franklin, man. I'm gonna say Franklin because he was taking L's all season, and he he took the gloves off. He took the extreme measures, and at the end of the day, he got. He went from having no bread. He went from being broke. Matter of fact, not even broke in debt. Mm-hmm. To I'm assuming he got a couple million. Now he cash rich, and right. he got a couple bricks, and he got a couple bricks that he could either he can probably move. use next season to sell back to Louis them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, maybe just to sell on the street. Or to, to sell on the streets. Or the, I mean, no, that was ninety percent. He could do like um, no. I'm, when I say sell on the streets, I mean sell like to some niggas that do that really cook it up because they wholesale still. Yeah, but that wasn't ever his lane. Like, it don't matter. No, I'm just saying it, he he might can he find got somebody. Options. Yeah, he got options, but you know that was kind of lure them lane. But either way, he got leverage because yeah. he got the bricks. Um, so you know, unless I, he do like you say, like Omar did on the wire and sell it back to the motherfuckers he stole from for yep. for so uh ten on the dollar. Yeah, so that's why I think I think he won because we thought we thought it could get no lower for him. Who I think won is the government. Um. They got uh, they got um, Gustavo. Yep, thirteen mil from him. Mm-hmm. They about to get a generous donation from uh his former employer from their former employer. Yeah, employee million. Well, not the whole seventy three, but part of it anyway. No, Teddy said now that this conflict is over, that leaves us with seventy three million dollars to do what you want to do. So well, he said to spend elsewhere, but he said. He'll give him part of it. He said he'll give make a little donation. No, he, he said sounds you want to make. It sounds like you're going to make a generous donation to your former employer. He said I do. So that could be fifty. That could be twenty. Whatever yeah, they could give him something. Yeah, yeah. he got. He it. ain't giving him the whole money. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. Um. Who they, they got? Gustavo. They got the money from Teddy. They got Gustavo money. Um. Then they got Avi off the streets. Mm-hmm. Um. Rich, is that a good thing for them? Because he was supplying their weapons for this conflict. Well, that was an underhanded thing. So all this underhanded now. Well, what I'm saying, so like the real government, like a lot of the government people didn't know that that shit was going on. That yeah. they, they didn't know they was involved in it and all of that. Like they had trials and all kind of shit. Like 
Bush really should have no Reagan should have really been impeached and shit. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but they put all the blame on Oliver North and all that. But anyway, um, that's why. So I is that Halfmeyer or is that Teddy? Who Oliver North? Neither one of them. Okay. Oliver North was a um, he was um, military. He was a, like a I want was he a five star general? But he was like, what's the, what's the nigga that like the uh, over the defense for the uh, the Secretary of Defense. I don't think he was that, but he wasn't like Teddy or he wasn't Teddy or um damn like he wasn't that nigga. He'll be like when they have the con- congressional meetings and all kind of shit. He'll be there with his military uniform on type shit. He one of them niggas. His his lieutenant colonel. Yeah, shout out to Google. Yep, his lieutenant colonel. Um, who you think uh, lost the episode? Um, Teddy. Think Teddy lost. Yeah, because now you done lost your drug runner. True. You done lost your gun runner. Mm-hmm. You done lost your girl. Oh, yeah, she gone. You know what I'm saying? And Franklin done threatened you and every, everything you love. So even, now you got to be on the, on the Even lookout. though you done threatened them back. You know what I'm saying? And now you had to go to have my and let them know, you know, it might be a problem. And Teddy don't know. And even at the threat. And he didn't know that Gustavo was missing. No, no, no. But even when he made the threat, um... Franklin didn't know that his mom had the KGB. Yep. So now he got them working against him too, and they got more information from Avi. So um, I feel like the streets lost Why? because this is about to get real violent. About to get real violent. And just to go back to what we spoke on earlier about a lot of factual events happening during this time frame, um, a lot of people feel like you know the, the gang war height of the Bloods and the Crips. Um. Happened when, you know, Snoop Dogg and all them guys came out. But really, if you go back and look, the profit they was making for selling this rock. Mm-hmm. And them wanting more territory, whether it was blood, cripple, whoever. Because you listen to any hustler from back in the 80s going into the 90s, they're going to always say there's enough money for everybody. Mm-hmm. But this is what really heightened the L.A. gang was, mm-hmm. was, you know, the the seller of the, the crack rock in, in L.A., um, during this time frame So All this was a snowball effect That took course um, From the Contra-Iran conflict um, Throwing the rock in the hood and, and again the government didn't teach them how to cook the rock That's something that people They did they, they, Same way they learned in their home how to cook crystal meth <laughs> They experimented Up in well, Oakland yeah, guy, and, 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 and bought it down. But you know, uh, L.A. is a more prominent, more uh, moving, more more popular city, more popular city than Oakland. So when that shit spread, that spread. You know what I'm saying? And people always ask, you know, well, how gangs got in New York? How gang? How bloods got in? You know, New Jersey and mm-hmm. Arkansas. This is a perfect example that told y'all. If y'all ever saw the documentary Game Banging in Little Rock, mm-hmm. this is how gangs actually got. Um, in other states and cities You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying They decided Too much violence Going on in my hometown But I got a cousin That's down there In motherfucking Charlotte, North Carolina And they ain't never Heard of crack rock And mm-hmm. I'm gonna be The only motherfucker with it Cause I don't want Motherfucker know how to cook it You know what I'm saying And then when you get there And you ran your red flags And you doing what you Normally do On a day to day basis Which is act like a blood mm-hmm. Act like a crip And niggas wanna know What the fuck is that you doing now you got one nigga interested, one turn to three, three turn to seven. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, now you got your own set in North Carolina. And this nigga in North Carolina, he got family members in Virginia Beach, Virginia. So he take it up there. And that nigga in Virginia Beach, Virginia, he got family in Harlem. Mm-hmm. 
Now you got you go you know, all over. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that shit spreads. Mm-hmm. So again, not to keep harping on it, man, but if you could just ever take some time to just to research the crack epidemic in the eighties, the Iran Contra uh conflict and how everything kind of ties in together, like B said with Ronald Reagan, Oliver North, and um all the players involved, man. Like we just certain things the government just sweeps under the rug and we don't know what's going on. We didn't know that shit even happened. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know all this shit was really real, real until I started doing this podcast, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, And the crazy part about it, though, is like a lot of the shit that go on, that news be out there. It do. That shit be out there. But if it ain't like headline, we don't pay it no attention. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, great recap. B. Yeah. Um, who you most identify with this episode? Um, I'm going to say Ruben. Mm. I'm going to say Ruben because I've been to work and, you know what I'm saying, your job won't results. Um, when something goes wrong, you know, they got this thing called QA, quality assurance. Mm-hmm. Anytime something goes bad, you have uh, responsive measures that you take to stop the threat, identify the threat, stop the threat, and mitigate it. Um, mitigate for y'all that don't know. Mitigate means correct. <laughs> yeah. Make it so, right. So him and his partner, the Russian guy that was looking at porn, they went in an Ivy establishment expecting to get one thing. Another thing happened, and that's why his his handler told him. Clean it up? No, he had already cleaned it up. He said, don't come out of this any handed once he had Ivy, Ivy tied up to interrogate him. Um, so just me being a, you know, a working man, I understand you know, at some point in time, if you don't produce, you get your ass fired You get your ass handed to you mm-hmm. And when it comes to situations like this That involve illegal activity Illegal kidnappings And things of that nature They're not just gonna hand you your ass They're gonna hand you Anything they can To, to cut your fucking loose And cut cut ties with you So um, He 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 produced mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying He His back was to the wall And he got files He got a Basically a confession mm-hmm. So And he got He got the uh, I wanna say He might have a kill shot To get Teddy out of there too yeah, so. and and Javi told him at the, at the center of it all is Teddy McDonald. Mm-hmm. So, and that's who he was working with Sissy for this entire time. Mm-hmm. So now he could go back to Sissy and be like, "Yeah, I got I got this and this and this." Even though we all know he didn't give a fuck about Sissy. No, and, he did. You know what I'm saying once once she let it be known what the CIA had going on. Ah, right, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But we all know what his real goal was. He didn't give a fuck about getting Teddy to kill her for for whatever he did to uh, Alton. He didn't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I must identify with Franklin, cause like Franklin told his mama, you know, I I showed him grace. I've been uh compassion, compassionate. Showed him compassion and all this kind of stuff, and then now this is how they want to do me, and so that's how I am too. And once the gloves come off, the motherfuckers off. Man, now I'm a monster. I tell people all the time, bro. Listen, I joke, I I crack jokes, I laugh, I'm funny. But once that switch flip, it's over. That it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't sit there and say, man, Kane was wrong. That was fucked up. He ain't had to do all that. Nope. Nah. You had the chances. He had the chances. And I, I try not to go that far. Mm-hmm. Once I go there, I'm there. It's there. Yeah. Ain't no turning back. Yep. Just like when he put a gun on Louis. Yeah. Hey, shit, we here now. Yep. Ain't no <laughs> turning back. Now. Yeah. Um, both, both things change. Both stay the same. Yeah. Who you got? What you got? <sighs> man, um, I'm going to go with the government, man. And I'm going to say the government because whether it's the American government, the Russian government, um, we know Cuba got their own government. Every, every country mm-hmm. got its own government. Um, So I'm going to say 
the same uh, practices and um, mechanisms that they used back then to uh, handle these conflicts, handle these gangsters, handle these uh, entities. They mm-hmm. still use it today. They just take each situation and learn something from it. So like mm-hmm. we said earlier about the tax evasion back in the early 20s and 30s with Al Capone. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they came up with the RICO law in what, the 70s or the 80s? Something like that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The RICO law was created. That was the, the racketeering, ex- extortion, corporation, whatever. whatever. No, um, uh, what's the, I forgot what the I. Racketeering and the criminal organization. You know, some yeah, the like I, I forgot what the I, but the C and the O stand for criminal yeah. organization. Um, but anyway, they came up with that because those top level gangsters that wasn't in the day to day hand to hand, they, they had to figure out a way to get them. To get mm-hmm. them, you know what I'm saying? And by doing that, they would charge the lower level guys with Rico. It started out at a, a, a minimum of what twenty years or some crazy shit like that, and that would be a tactic that they would use to make the lower level guy tell on the higher level mm-hmm. guy. But anyway, um, the government is gonna always like um, the Gustavo said. The government, the government way is his way. He's talking about Teddy mm-hmm. He gonna always win Because they, they mm-hmm. the ones That write the laws And then enforce the laws That they turn around And convince Congress to write mm-hmm. And even still to this day Even when it comes to With the scamming And the, and the, the white White collar crime Blue collar crime They gonna always Have the upper hand on us mm-hmm. Because You know what I mean They just They They can sit there And, and see what, The way shit going and write it in to be like, well, you know what? This is how we're going to catch them then. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I think that that changed, but I always say the same is the government and the way they work at catching criminal activity and handling criminals. Mm-hmm. Mine was uh, just people not getting the bigger picture. It mainly come from like um, when uh, Leon was in the project trying to get the people to see about, you know, how the community going down And, and we all ain't spoke stuff. on that We ain't spoke on how that nigga Big D hollered Domino And start busting in the air I did I said that you No 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 but I, I wasn't finished What But then remember Like uh, What's the girl name His girlfriend uh, Wanda Wanda was like So Showing the nigga Like I got my passport And all this and that And he was so tuning her out Cause he was just so focused on like Yeah fr- that shit was frustrating Yeah this is what the fuck I'm about to leave the project To like mm-hmm. this, is what he's like, man. Let's just go. And when she kissed him, that shit surprised the fuck out of me because I I thought he was kind of ashamed to show public affection towards her. Yeah, but that proved that the shit that she thought back was it uh, two episodes ago was wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but like um, when they were in the project the first time, and he was you know telling them like, yo, you know, we hurting the community. This, that, and the third. All they could think about was who's next and. Yeah, you know the money line and why the fuck will we quit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's how people are now. They don't see the bigger picture, even with like little shit like uh, something as, as simple as littering. Mm-hmm. Like people throw shit all over the place and all kind of shit just because it ain't theirs, whatever. But that shit affect everybody, man. Like shit, I don't know. People just don't care. But um, because a lot of people living in the now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, don't care about the next people coming up behind them or whatever. Or not even that, like. Even with Louis and, and and Franklin, like Louis look at it as my turn, but we could have did this together mm-hmm. and been set forever. Yeah, and, and been nationwide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Been global, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Ran this shit up as long as possible, but you know, people like I say, people don't think about it now. They don't mm-hmm. look at the big picture and a lot of shit throughout history. Um, even with slaves. When we were slaves and slaves were, was revolting and some was running away, mm-hmm. the one the ones that decided not to run because they they didn't want to get killed, they didn't understand that my sacrifice now will help my kids or grandkids. I mean, whatever. So you know, 
I definitely get what you're saying. I totally agree with you, brother. You got any uh, shout outs before we end this episode? I had to write down some, so. Um, I ain't wrote nothing down because I ain't know you're going to come at me with that. Yeah, I know. But, um, shout out to FX, man. Um, no, I'm talking about people we know. I, I'm getting to that, nigga. But I'm just saying, I every year, every season, I think that y'all going to fall off. They was muddling the line. They was muddling year. the line this time. You know what I'm saying? I, John Singleton set the bar high early. And, you know, y'all y'all keeping the meter up there. Um, shout out to Philly. Uh, man, listen, if we could count on anybody to send us an email mm-hmm. every week, we know you're going to send it, man. So shout out to Philly, man, for staying engaged and giving us, you know, uh, accurate and um, engaging feedback. Anybody else that emailed us any feedback, any suggestions, anything, man? I can remember we started this shit like two years ago. And we'll get like one email a damn episode, man. Whether mm-hmm. it was from Sierra or Delia, I ain't forgot about y'all, man. We still trying to get y'all on the show, but you know y'all, you know y'all got lives. Um, shout out to uh, Cassiana, you know what I'm saying? Cassie, one time you was on here and you helped us out with your opinions and everything. Um, shout out to anybody that sat in on the Snowfall episode, man. We appreciate y'all. Um, Keep it coming, man. Like we said, let us know if you want us to do a recap of the season. And we got y'all, man. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Amy. I know she listened. Uh, Yoshi, CL, uh, Asia. Mel hit me up. She was like, um, fuck Mel. Wow. And I'm just saying that because I, I told her before the season started. Oh, that, to be on the show? To be on the show, bro. Uh-huh. And, and she kept giving me all these runaround and excuses. She done went to fucking New Orleans and motherfucking Miami. Oh, and she could have been on yeah. the show? She was even in Columbia when we came recorded. But she, oh, yeah, but she'd she rather be at the fucking brunch. Wow. Yeah. But that's well, my dog, I still though. shout out. Cause she yeah, that's my dog. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. love. I ain't going to talk. I ain't going to say it. Shout out to DJ High Star, too. Uh, Philly, like you said, my boy D. Dowdy. Uh, but yeah, everybody, man, that listened and hit me up and all of that. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, man, we five seasons in, man. So if you still listening to us, rocking with us, man, and let us know, man. You you really like whatever content we putting on it for y'all. Mm-hmm. So um, if we get enough emails, we'll do like a whole season recap and get everybody thoughts and all of that. And but uh, yeah, man. And if, and and if you don't, let us know what series out right now y'all want us to start. After snowfall, after snowfall, y'all must yeah. start, you know, doing recaps on. You know? Yeah, in between this season and next, so y'all got yeah. a couple weeks to yep, yep. hit us up and let us know what y'all want us to. Uh, even if it's a show that's not on no more, like Breaking Bad or something like that, you know, we mm-hmm. got Netflix. <laughs> and we should we should go back and redo a wire one. <sighs> That'll be deep. Yeah, we can do the wire. Y'all let us know if y'all want to. I want to do the wire too. That's my favorite show. I know that's why ever I said it. of all time. Y'all think I get deep on this shit, nigga? I love the Wire. Yeah, we, we might need to think about that, man. Yeah, we might need to think about that. Yeah, five, the Wire got five seasons too. So, um, but yeah, email us djbladeshow at gmail dot com. If you can't spell, call us up four 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 three six two three seven zero. Um, Kane, where can they find you on social media? Man, y'all know, man. You know, I'm I'm in the location. Where the damn the milk ain't too sour and the honey too sweet, and I could do everything and say everything everybody else scared to say, and that's weekly every Wednesday at the Kane is Able podcast, man. Catch me every Wednesday at the Kane is Able podcast. If you are a very vocal, opinionated, and educated person that can articulate your opinions and your suggestions, please bring your ass to my show. I got you. I want you because I want to hear it. Other than that, you can find me on Facebook at Hennessy Black. Twitter and Instagram underscore Hennessy Black with two C's and on Snapchat at Hen on the Rocks. Y'all know what it is. Uh, you can find me on social media preacher underscore BP. You can find the show on Instagram and Twitter. 
at DJ Blaze Show. You can like the page on uh, Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show on Facebook. Um, and uh, yeah, man, that's it. If y'all email us, we'll be back next week. Yeah, man. Love y'all, man. Holla. Yeah. It's your boy, Be Easy. It's your boy, Kane. And we out. Yes, sir.